Welcome to ComTrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Leifite, and we are doing the first in my subsection, Marvel Movie of the Month with Mark Borison. Say hi, Mark. Hello, everyone. I meant to say hi. I already blew it. Sorry. <laughs> Let's take it back. Uh, we'll do it again. Thank you for having me on, Tim. I think this is going to be a really fun series. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been wanting you on this show for ages, dude. And I thought of no one better uh, to do my Marvel movie subsection than with this cool cat, because he's a big comic Thank book you. guy. <laughs> big comic book guy. Why don't you tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mark, before we get started? Sure. So I am an actor, uh, filmmaker, and I guess kind of just general content creator, commercial videographer. Um, I am a lifelong nerd. I'm like uh, nerdy in the way that I loved Star Wars when you couldn't buy Star Wars merch. <laughs> That's the way I like to describe it the best. I'm like, it's called the early 90s, folks. And there are two places on the planet you could buy Star Wars toys. And it was Disney World and I already forget the other one. I guess Lucasfilm Direct, probably. Yeah. I made a, I, you know what sucks is I prepped this joke this morning, too. <laughs> and I literally tested it out on my wife, and I thought it went okay, and only to forget it here. You're so, just like, again, off to a bad start, but... You know, yeah, you're, uh, you're just like all those comedians that write down your <laughs> jokes beforehand before they go to a set, and they just throw it out the window like, give me a drink, I'll just whip, whip this out of my ass. Yeah, <laughs> I feel confident. It's no surprise that even before he was made, Majorly popular Tony Stark was an influence. No kidding, dude. Which I guess that ties me into Marvel, right? Is that for me, the two gateway drugs into nerddom were Empire Strikes Back because my funny Star Wars story is that I had never seen A New Hope. I'd only seen Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi because <laughs> A New Hope never aired at the time. <laughs> but uh, it was that and the X-Men. Then when the 90s X-Men cartoon happened, I was like, oh, I didn't know. I loved comic yes. books. And so that was my gateway in and then obviously loved the Marvel movies. The MCU's been a lot of fun and uh, you graciously picked one of my favorites tonight to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Which is funny because I've only seen it like once or twice but I'm just like, man, I love this. I know, right? It's been, it's actually been a while for me, too. Uh, and with that, we'll get, yes, we'll actually start talking about the movie at hand. Uh, and if folks, if, for you listening at home, if you just want to skip straight to the movie and just skip back staller bullshit, there is a sync button in below that will immediately sync you up to the movie. But that said, uh, thoughts on The Winter Soldier, sir? Dude, uh... So I don't really remember a lot of it, but I do remember this. I remember this is like the first time in the MCU that I thought Marvel was like, oh, we're going to actually get weird with it for, <laughs> for real. Like, because prior to that, they were doing cool stuff. And like, yeah, the Avengers one was obviously, you know, it was a w movie that you're like, I can't believe I'm seeing. This. I know right? it was like, like a big geek. I was having more geek gasms than I have right. at regular cons watching that movie for the first time. Oh, for sure. And so like. It cracked me up just in general because it was like one of those things where I just, you know, again, being the early 90s nerd where I'm like, I can't believe these exist forever. My whole life it was just, these will never get made in a movie. So seeing that, but what I liked about The Winter Soldier is I felt like that was the first time in the MCU where things got weird for real. Because, like, you know, one of the things that kind of irks me about the fandom is they'll be like, these movies are real weird now. But realistically, I don't think they're that weird. I think they're just cool. <laughs> so, uh, like, to me, this has some, some of the stranger concepts get brought up. Like, um, 
and I'm of course gonna I'm uh, forgetting his name now. That's in the computer system where he's like a real to real thing, and they find him in one of the uh, Shield archives or whatever in this movie. Oh, yeah. Arnim Zola, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, what's his name? He has a cool name. Yeah, Arnim <laughs> Zola. So when they find him in the computer, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. This is probably gonna be one of their gateway things into things like. Aim and yeah, you know, advanced idea mechanics yep. and other weird stuff. I was like, does this mean Modox on the way? I know. And, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of weird stuff in this. I remember this is the first time we hear Doctor Strange's name get mentioned yep. by something. Yep. And I, are, are we going? Everybody's seen it at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, it's we, okay. It's it's strange that you say this is the weirdest thing. I think definitely the Maybe weirdest. Maybe not the weirdest, but this is like the first time they were like, "We're gonna try to get weird every so often." Yeah. 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 Because yeah. because uh, before this, everything else was kind of safe. Like Thor is not weird. Thor is just a super powered guy. Exactly. That's Thor the still Dark. Pretty much just white people. Thor the Dark World <laughs> is still kind of the low point for the Marvel universe. Like. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. But yeah, you, I. But now you put that in perspective because guardians of the galaxy didn't uh uh show up until later this e that year so sure. this was like what the one of the first few after avengers one uh yeah it was iron man 3 then thor the dark world then this then guardians uh yeah. so so that was a good that was a good run right there and you know oh what's yeah funny is i know that thor, it's funny to say this because like thor the dark world is the bad one but like the bad one is what like a c plus yeah thing. i know yeah. like all right it's it's, it's still remember, not the worst I remember watching it. I may have just been in a really good place or a really great mood, but like me and my buddies went to see this time. We're like, that was pretty cool, man. And then to come out later and hear everybody hated it, we're like, what's wrong with us? See, I didn't hate Thor The Dark World. I just thought it was a little subpar compared to the rest sure. of them. Because, dude, we grew, we both grew up like in the 90s. We've been there in the 90s when we were starving for comic book yeah. movies, man. Like, we Especially were lucky to cool. get just one cool one right. in a decade, man. Like, we were happy with just Christopher Reeve or, you know, oh, Tim Burton yeah. Batman. Just, like, the one cool one. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and it was, and we had a good run with the Batman movies until Batman and Robin, really. And, you know, Batman Forever is not a great, it's a, that's it's, the, uh, it's <laughs> the, it's the worst movie you've seen 150 times. That's, <laughs> uh, that's super funny. It's funny. I I think I've only seen it once. Can I you believe that? Oh, dude, I grew up with that shit as a kid. So like that was like. Wait, are we seeing Batman and Robin or Forever now? Both actually. It uh, wasn't okay. So Robin, I only saw once, but Forever, I saw a bunch. Cause that remember how big the marketing was. On yeah, that? dude, I still have some of the old memorabilia from my uh, my the toy McDonald's kids. cup, the yeah, glass, the McDonald's cup. I had some of the Hot Wheel <laughs> toys. Like I had the uh, the bat plane and the the bat boat and the batmobile from that movie that's awesome i had a plushie of batman that i would play with constantly and make him and superman fight oh, uh, i was cool. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun little frank miller over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah okay so my, i'm trying to think like the first time i saw this one uh it was okay so captain america the the first avenger not this one the first avenger that yeah. was actually my very first midnight movie. That was the first time I went to a show opening night at midnight. Uh, cool. And I dressed up as Captain America World War II style. I've done a lot of uh, World War II reenacting throughout my high school years, and I uh, gained okay. enough uh, uh, of the um, uniform of an American soldier that my art teacher kind of looked at me like, well, why don't you just like convert your stuff into Captain America World War II? And I'm like, that's a great idea. <laughs> so yeah, dude. I wound that up costume so great too, by the way. Oh, thank you. I'll I'll see if I can like link you guys all and who are listening a uh, 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 a picture in the, of it. Uh, screenshot. Yeah, sure. Thumbnail. Um, 
Well, you know what? I'll just do this. There it is. There, There's my <laughs> screenshot. Wow, it looks amazing. <laughs> I know, oh right? <laughs> exactly how I described it moments earlier. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, so I went to that uh, uh, midnight show for uh, uh, First Avenger, and that was immediately where I fell all in, uh, uh, fell head over heels with Captain America. Like, I'd read some of his comics beforehand, sure. but I never really got into the character of Cap until I saw that one. So I, you could tell just how excited I was for this. And... As good as this one is, personally, I just don't have quite the same connection. I get it. But that's uh, but that said, I still think this is probably the best of phase 2 of uh, this oh, this little yeah. bit. Uh, I I by the way, I feel very strongly about the first Avenger too. I yeah. loved it. I have a lot of like love for from my whole life for Joe Johnston. Oh. And I'm like, oh, why don't people respect you enough? That's like my feelings. And I'm sure they do. Maybe that's not bad. you know what I mean? But like I'm like Only us cool like nerds. Well, the thing is he's like the guy that saves studio like th I think about like the way he kind of got dogged on things like uh, the Wolfman in what 2009 or 10 or whatever that was. I don't even was. remember that, man. Well, he was like the dude that they were like, uh, all right, so we have like two weeks to shoot this and no director. Can you come shoot this on the fly? And he's like, uh, okay. And I'm sure that the studio lost way more money than by using someone else. You know, yeah. lost, would have lost more money with someone else if they hadn't used him. He pretty much saved Jurassic Park 3, which I know a lot of people don't love, but like things like that. And then all the cool other shit he's done, like Rocketeer. Uh, Dude, the Rocketeer, he was like one of the old school Star Wars guys. He was like, yeah. the, Ralph McQuarrie was like, all right, I need a second hand. They were like, all right, let's get this Joe Johnston guy in here. I mean, he oh, don't forget Jumanji. Fed, right? Yeah. Dude, he's done so much cool stuff and I think is one of those filmmakers that deserves more love. Maybe that's the video I'll make one of these days. Why people should love Joe Johnston the way I, I love Joe Johnston. You know, uh, you know that was a, a funny thing. It was out of the uh, the, the aftermath of the, of, uh, the first Avenger. And I'll get yeah. to more of this story, but I actually uh, was at WizardCon Chicago uh, uh, 2012. I will never forget this. I wore my Captain America World War II outfit, got it weathered in actual dirt to look, make it look like I'd been through combat. Oh, cool. um, and uh, uh, I wound up uh, finding all of the original props that were used in the film going out on auction and they were on display in this beautiful beautiful booth um yeah. and i wound up getting the auction magazine for you to look through and so now i have this uh beautiful booklet of detailed pictures of all the original props um and uh and so like that's when i started really getting into prop making and later on, I started getting more and more of those through the mail, and I found out the original Jumanji board game prop was going on sale for auction. I don't know where it wound up, but apparently it was actually restored by Joe Johnson himself. Damn, that's cool. That's right? a good story. Right, dude. The only thing I've done well as a fan is not buy memorabilia in the, in the regard of I'm like, there's so, because if I start, there's no stopping me. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> uh, but I still was compelled to get something there, sure. and I wound up getting. It was. It did not appear in any of the films. It, it it was supposed to appear in the background for the first Avenger. It might be in a deleted scene. I haven't found it, but 
I got the uh, the Camp Lehigh sign. Yeah, oh, 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 where yeah, he trained yeah, for the trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. I got the uh, the original so cool. tr- Camp Lehigh uh, sign that was supposed to point you in the direction of the canteens and the port and the barracks and whatnot. I oh, yeah. yeah, and I got it for fairly decent for a pr- a screen a technical like an actual screen prop. Yeah, I got it for four hundred. Well, they bucks. shot it. Whether or not they used it, it still counts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I got it for like that's cool four hundred bucks too. Like that was about Damn. it. So uh, my parents were pissed off about it. But I can imagine that. Damn it, I was not going. I'm to breathing stop. a little heavy on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like cool. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> only four hundred. Was like, damn, I need to be in a better situation. Oh, dude, like I was even <laughs> ready to walk away with the, uh, the 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 bag of peanuts that he offered that one lady because that was up. Yeah, just That's so I and like I said, it's like things I wouldn't even think of. Being, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like tiny little stupid things, all of which were on auction, and I said, I don't care what it is. I am walking away with something from this movie. Because uh, yeah. they were That's auctioning cool. right there, so I I couldn't resist. But oh, I, that, I, how could you? Yeah. So that said, uh, you want to start the movie? Because I'm, I'm ready to watch. It. Yeah, dude. Because yeah, I'm like super hyped for this. Oh, I've been meaning to watch this for a while. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've watched it. So, folks, if that's you're... what I was thinking. I was like, this should be fairly fresh. Yeah. You know, good action scenes. Oh, one thing I want to bring up before this. Yes. One of my favorite things about this movie, and the moment I really knew I was going to fall in love with it, is in the opening sequence. They do a bunch of really kind of like old school practical effects to show Cap's speed. Yeah. So there's a scene where he busts into a room and it's he's supposed to be running super fast around the outside of the boat. And he busts into through one door. But what they've done is they have a second actor who's just a few seconds before in the cut. So like it looks like he moves through the room almost instantaneously. Yeah. And it's such a clever, simple little trick. And I remember like squealing in the theater that night. And I was like, oh, man, so see if you catch it this time. It's, like, right in the opening scene. Yeah. You see it. He, like, busts into a door, and then almost, you, you'll notice, you now that you, you know to look for it, you're going to be like, oh, that was a little too fast. But it's just a really <laughs> cool filmmaker way of going, hey, this is how powerful. Like, the Russo brothers did such a good job in the opening of gauging his powers. Yeah, and showing the audience an understanding. So we'll talk about that in a second. I'm sorry. I just want no, to no, it's, tell it. No, you no, no. Like, watching. Actually, just, because, just to keep this equal, because we're both kind of geeking out. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. All right, <laughs> um, let's hit play. Are you ready? Well, well actually, there's one oh, other thing. Oh, you're geeking? No, no, Yeah, no, yeah, because there's one thing that I uh, I also was like, oh, we're in for a fucking show, is when Captain America just kicks that one guy off the uh, the, 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 the thing. Like, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh it's that kind of movie. Yeah, right like on. kind of brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, let's go get this started. Okay, so, folks, if you've got it queued up on streaming on Disney+, Plus, if you've got the DVD or the Blu-ray or whatever. The digital copy, that's what I'm using. Yep. Uh, we just uh, just queue yours up because we are going to hit play in three, two, one, click. And here comes the Marvel logo. Okay, so I believe this was the second time this long, new big one was done they premiered it for thor the dark world oh i didn't realize yeah that. I, didn't remember. I remember i forgot about the old logo but that's that's right and then we have an even newer one now yeah right? and this one just gets so cool i love the fact that they use all those stills from the comic book to add to it. they've been doing that since like you know what else too i think wasn't this the first time they branded it as marvel studios too was 
around this I time? I believe so. I th- I think actually I think Marvel Studios was actually founded for the first Iron Man. Uh, like, oh, Mar- okay. Marvel Studios was kind of a thing in the early but 2000s. They but had the Paramount distribution, so I was yeah, assuming they, they didn't have, like, the studios. I just meant the word studios on it. No, I think they had oh. the studios on it, but I think that it, this is, like, one of the first times where they're doing it on their own now. Like, right fuck on. you, Paramount. We don't need you. Right. And then we got Captain America's on your left. first line on your left. Immediately just iconic. I, I kind of love too. Oh, and you mentioned. Oh, wait. This movie sort of. Right here. When you mention. Right, right here, where he walks off frame and he's all the way down there. Oh, that's not even the one I meant, but that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Tiny little that camera is, tricks I never, like that. I actually never noticed that one, but that's a great trick. Yeah. yeah. It, because and it's done practical. It's just a stunt double in the distance. Yep. yep. It's super easy. Yeah. It's, even you and I could do that. Like something yeah, exactly. simple as that. And that's what I wait, love you know about what's this. Funny? Is thinking about it, I bet the studios don't do it simply. They probably like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and use motion control camera work, and we're gonna uh, shoot the scene yeah. like eighteen times. We're gonna here's the plate, here's the foreground. You know what I mean? That's I've seen that. studios where I'm like, like remember in the new Justice League movie where you see uh, Cyborg in just like a, a hoodie and, and sweatpants? You can tell he's CG, and I'm like, dude, I could give you the same effect for five bucks and a trip to the thrift store. Yeah, exactly. It's. <laughs> It's it's so stupid. I know, right? Um, But yeah, no. So this is our introduction to Sam Wilson and Anthony Mackie. I read apparently really lobbied for this part. Like he said, "I'll do anything to be in a Marvel movie." Like uh, because I just he apparently really wanted to be in there for his kids and of course black representation, which we got an even bigger spades with Black Panther a couple years later. Man, that was that was awesome. Oh, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was watching them talk. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah I, I, I always love this scene because I think it's, like, one of those cool little, like, character friend-building moments. I love the because list. Because it works well for Cap's, like, learning. Yeah, exactly. The Cap <laughs> having the list is great. And I love that Sam's, like, really invested in that pretty early on. Because the thing is, Sam is doing, like, I feel like this is a great example of how to be cool if you ever meet a celebrity you like. <laughs> Because that's totally what's happening here. That's totally right. And he's like, right. oh, you like things? Oh, we're both people? That's really cool. And they like they bond over normal shit where they're like, oh, you also? Yeah. You know, in this case, they're like, we're both soldiers. And then, you know, of course, the big difference here, this is how you get brought back down to earth after you meeting the celebrity is Scarlett Johansson picks them yeah. up. And they're like, well, see ya. We're going to go right? drive around in this expensive car. <laughs> the very expensive car. <laughs> so great i know right i love his list uh apparently depending on where you've seen this in the world it's different from uh uh, uh country to country yeah, like a few more like cultural yep. like specific references. yeah like That's in cool. japan you'll see him like talk like write down ddr and things like that it's it's, it's, oh. it's so much fun but uh Our first appearance of uh frank grillo here playing uh well he's brought uh brock rumlow yeah Rumlow, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Crossbones. And yeah, Grillo's done a bunch of movies here in Cincinnati, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of this movie was shot in Cleveland, actually. I uh, actually talked to one of the camera operators uh, who visited for my uh, for a college lecture, and he, he was really cool. I really wish I got his number so maybe he could get me a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, it's one of the things. It was really funny. I was joking about this the other night with somebody where I was like, if I need to move for my career and things keep going better and 
I'm like, I would definitely come back here to shoot movies because they're from Cleveland. They're just dudes who like made it big and were like, hey, you know, it'd be a good idea. And I bet they are way smarter on their budget because they shoot in a location like this yeah. rather than a lot of these other big budget ones would. Yeah. You know, would go full on. But I think Cleveland's brilliant. But though, I think they shot some of Avengers 1 in Cleveland, too. So yeah, they did. Like some of the downtown, like on the street stuff that they did. Sure. Um, this is such a cool. This whole sequence is great. Uh, and I love uh, Natasha Black Widow here yeah. setting up the recurring gag of the, oh, you want to? Trying to set up de Captain America on a date. <laughs> yeah. Can oh, you imagine uh, being able to jump out of a plane without what, a parachute what, what, and it not being a problem? What, what was it uh, in the, the Ultimates uh, where he's like, he's like, parachutes are for girls. <laughs> <laughs> Such a, a 2000, 2001. I know. Century. That was so long ago. Do you remember when they were like actually writing the Ultimates to make it into an Avengers movie eventually? Like to the point yeah. where they're even the conversation with the heroes were like, all right, if we're in a, if our lives were a who movie, who, us? yeah, like. Of course, uh, you know, Sam Jackin got the, uh, the, the the cherry on top of that cake. <laughs> and they were definitely drawing them. Here we go. Yeah, the stealth stuff. We got a little bit of Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Cap here. Yeah, Which right. I thought I really, was really cool. So here's yeah. your kick. And the oh. shield bash is gnarly, too. I know, dude. He is crazy Oof. good with that shield. But uh, I love that they... Yeah, boom! Damn! Like, it was right there. I'm like, Jesus, we're in for a real brutal show. <laughs> like, holy shit, he Here comes my ass. trick shot right here. Yeah, this, where there's like... <laughs> That's so, so it's good. just a little too quick, right? Where yeah. you're like, oh, he is that superhuman. Yeah, yeah, and it also helps with the pacing of the shot. Like, it's not for too sure. long, because otherwise you'd have this moment where you have to wait like three or four seconds, and it ruins the pace of the action and that momentum. That was the hit that got me the most because that when he kicked that guy in the face, yeah. his hand moved off the wall, but he yeah. had a knife through his hand into the wall. Yeah. I was like, oh, that hurt a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and I, I also love like the juxtaposition of Cap having this like comical kind of date-related scene in the previous shot only to him be like, uh, I've got a job to do, and that job is almost murdering like 40 dudes. <laughs> I know. Or at least giving heavy concussions to. Sure. Nice. So good. <laughs> I love that. But I love that without a beat, they just go right back into, you know, bantering with that with each other like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's great. That seems nice. <laughs> oh, then we got Agent Sitwell among the, uh, the, the hostages. And it was funny because at this point, it was this movie really, again, I like them getting weird with things because the reveal about him later in the movie I thought was clever and I did not see coming. Yeah. Cause... You know, and it was one of those, because I'm definitely one of those like cinema dorks that's going to be like, you know, these are fun and I love them, but I also recognize that they're like big budget, you know, broad audience movies. Yeah. And so that was one of those things where, where like, to me, I'm like, are any of these going to surprise me? And of and this surprised me. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I loved it. And it, like, made me fall harder in love. And I've been writing Captain America Winter Soldier letters for six years. <laughs> yeah, because apparently I read up, like, I wasn't too familiar with the Sitwell's character in the comics, but apparently mm -hmm. he's, like, the goody two-shoes in the comic. So the fact that he's, like, a big double agent is, like, a big, big shocker, even to us geeky sure. comic fans. That's a great point. Oh, dude. 
I felt like they had to do that with some of those like lower tier characters that nobody would care about. If yeah, had, yeah. You know, a little heel turn on it. Because that's the really cool part about Marvel is it's being written by people who actually give a shit about the comics and for all its weird and blem- weird stuff and all its blemishes and flaws and whatnot. Like they, sure, uh, they 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 get us, man. It's that, and that's what makes it so cool. Oh yeah, Batra, the the uh, the leaper, one of uh cap. Yeah, that's the other thing about uh um Captain America and like most of the uh, uh Marvel heroes is they don't always have the greatest villains. <laughs> uh, um, For sure, dude. But they still manage to give some plausible uh credibility and some uh some real force to their villains, despite the fact that you're not like as familiar with them as say like the dc villains yeah right i love that they got uh george st pierre to play bat rock right an actual so cool an actual mma fighter like who speaks french too that yeah. was the other thing where i was like genius right it's great so it's dude. Like you do, and it was probably a gen- they had to, i wonder if that was what they were trying to cast yeah they were like hey wouldn't it be cool if we got uh, a martial artist who also speaks the language. Yeah. But also can speak English. Yeah, so, like, when it comes to the actual day of fighting, he not only can he, you know, do the job at hand and make it look good and work well with the stunt choreographers, but he can also be, like, I'm an MMA fighter who got to fight Captain America. Like, exactly. Who, even if you're not a Marvel fan, as big as these movies have gotten internationally... Who wouldn't want to say that? Yeah, you know that got him a couple extra endorsement deals. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, when you work I, for the uh, mouse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> want an extra bonus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, you're like, you have to get at least an 88% of Metacritic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in three. Two, wait, are we going to blow it? Gonna yep, blow there it goes. Slow. Yep. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> And what's funny about uh, Jasper Sitwell is he just has like such a punchable face. I know. whoever that actor is, I'm sorry. He well, he, that's... I'm sure it's your performance and not your actual face, but it's both. Honestly, that's just really good <laughs> casting because like your your a minor characters are the ones you really got to look out for because be, uh, you know uh, uh, your main actors, your lead roles, and all that they have so much screen time to develop their character. Minor characters only get, like, you know, a few seconds or minutes to do theirs. So it would kill you to not get the right, you know, bit actor for sure. certain roles. That's a good point. Damn. Uh, you know, something I love about this fight, by the way, yeah. is that it's one of the few times outside of, like, his fights with Bucky where Cap kind of doesn't hold... It's not that he's doing bad, but, like, he definitely... If he was not a super soldier, probably yeah. wouldn't be winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he he's it's it's one of the few times where he can actually unleash uh his full fighting ability on a person. Jesus right. Christ. I love that last backflip he does too. Man. Oh, and I love this where he's just like, All right, let's go. I don't need And I it. also love that he's just like Cap's like, I speak French. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I uh I would feel like having the shield on your back was a terrible idea for a fight scene. But I'll be damned. 
Yeah, I mean, he's fine. He's a super soldier. Nothing could really affect him. <laughs> that kick was so nasty. Right. But he's still getting up. Not for long, though. Oof. Right through the door Ooh. slash filing cabinet. Damn. Oop. Black Widow, what porn are you looking at? <laughs> she's, she's actually just up checking like some Reddit post, up you know, voting a few things. <laughs> she's like, people hate everyone on Reddit. Like, in the middle of a Shield Intel run. I, uh, I, I guess Cap's always a little bit weird, but I feel like one of the nice things in this is that Cap kind of learns a little bit about not trusting your bosses necessarily. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I mean he he's. He's from a more black and white uh, time where it was right. uh, where people trusted each other a little bit more. The uh, the the dangers weren't as seeped in, uh, and now with this you know more gray and modern world, it's a little bit harder to tell who's who's friend and foe. Um, oh, which sure. is such a great theme, by the way, because Lord knows this movie is super relevant. Like it's gotten even more relevant six years later. Oh, yeah. Shield headquarters. Dude, seeing the Triskelion, that's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, I think But seeing so. that was super cool. Right. Uh, for the first time, I love all of the... I love all the helicarrier stuff. I I love the design of most of these space. Like, I love all the offices. The only thing I always get a little... I'm like, the, the floors always look so plain downstairs. Like, that opening area. I was like, this is Shield. There would be gnarly looking stuff in there probably right? <laughs> probably because it's a comic book world not like in real life yeah it would look like that like a mall that they repurposed yeah well i don't know i think that i th- i think visually that's to gauge uh to the audience that this is a little bit more of a grounded shield you know like it sure it is a little bit more uh like a subsidiary of the government that's a good point yeah so I think that's really just a, a way to keep things in one foot because, you know, Kevin Feige has said many times that this movie is a actually a political thriller that's masquerading as a superhero film. So you want to do keep, like, one good large foot in the, uh, the, the reality in order to ta- maintain that level of verisimilitude. Sure. Yeah. Look at you throwing out those big words. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Richard Donner and the making of uh, all of his Superman movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we could do a whole series on that. Oh, I know, right? Uh, something else I always think about in this is I like how frequently we revisit locations in this movie. Yes. And I, w- <laughs> again, now my like production side is like, did they do that so they could do... Like S- large sequences all on the same day. So they're like, <laughs> all right, now we're resetting. It's night. We're going to do like, now it's night in your apartment, Chris. You know, get back there. Well, I do like the we fact see the that, elevator twice. Well, first off, I do love the, the story of the of his grandfather and the elevator of the past. But I also love how it actually does foreshadow that great fight sequence in the elevator later. Like right. that's that's some really good. It's a good way of, you know, foreshadowing where you are. I like so that. you can then you you will do the same thing hopefully that the character does in that moment which is think about that story again yeah while that scene goes down you know what I mean yeah oh yeah new helicarriers with uh slightly bigger guns 
Right. Just a, just a little bit, and a shitload more Quinjets. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember I... Uh... Remember when the Quinjet was just like a singular thing that was associated with Avengers? Now there's a whole freaking fleet of them. Yeah, now it's like everybody has their own. They're like, oh yeah, it's a Quinjet. Where's my fantastic car? <laughs> I know, right? I was so hoping. So these are next gen. These are like the PS5 of helicarriers. Yeah. Well, they run entirely. They're all solid state drives inside, solid state machine guns. I do love the line where he's like, you know, uh, yeah, that <laughs> when he got an up close look at the turbine, our old turbines. You know, when yeah. he was literally inside them <laughs> during the Avengers. Like, that's great. That's that's some really great stuff. And it is like a really natural progression because you know we in a world that does have repulsor lift technology, you'd think you want to slap it on like giant battleships, like everything. Of it course, one of those things where I'd be like, uh, everything I own now has a has the ability to like lift itself and move <laughs> at, at my discretion. Makes moving so much easier. <laughs> it would make everything easier. You'd just be like, all right, chair, take off, go to refrigerator. <laughs> and then we'd look all look like uh, uh, everyone in the movie uh, Wally. Yeah, for sure. And then I'd be but I'd be smart about it. I'd be like Coke Zero Sugar. <laughs> Thank you. Uh that one line where he's like, "This isn't fear, this or this isn't freedom. This is fear." Dear yeah. God, has that good one. aged magnificently? Okay, even funnier. Here's the bridge again. So it's another time. Yeah, that we're see the... dude, so you're totally right. That, that's kind of funny. I wonder why. Like, you know, I'm like maybe I'm overthinking that. But it was no, like, no, oh, it, it totally funny. is. Okay, this is my favorite it's scene. Like, almost all the sequences have two, two of them. What is this? I'm sorry. This, this is my favorite scene in the whole freaking movie. Also, look closely. The guy coming down the escalator is Joss Whedon. Is he really? Yes. That's hilarious. But the, I see it now. The music. Ah. Oh. Okay, so as I mentioned before, I was at WizardCon where all the original props and costumes were on display, and I was dressed as World War II Captain America. So in a weird way, I felt like I was coming home. Now, when I saw this scene in the theater, this was the m most powerful scene for me, not just because it's Cap going back to his past, but because this moment that's coming up where he sees all of his... Uh, all of the Howling Commando uh, costumes and his old suit lined up in a beautiful row... And he looks back at it. I had that moment in real life. That's really cool. <laughs> that was the yeah. Wait for it. It's like gonna cut here. Beautiful, dude. Like they had it like roughly. Like they didn't have the beautiful mural in the background or anything. It was just kind of like a, a really small sure. booth. But dude, they had imagine... all of them lined up, and I was in utter awe. I really wish I had a a, a camera there. I th I think I took so... a picture. It just didn't. It, it, I just lost it somewhere. But you were saying. Think, think about this. Yeah. Why with Disney's money? Okay, they'll do some stuff at Disney War Plan or Disney Planet, Disney <laughs> Disneyland Planet. in L.A. every <laughs> or Anaheim every so often. Um, why? And they they tried something in Vegas because I'm just trying to stop anybody who might give me shit after I said this. Why is there not a um, 
like a Marvel museum. Think about, I wonder what they did with all this stuff from the scene. I can't imagine they destroyed it all no. or sold it all necessarily. No. Imagine being able to go to this exhibit, for example, and so it'd be like twofold. That A, it'd be like this cutesy little like, oh, we're in the MCU right now moment, right? But also you'd be able to like look at all of the, um, all the costuming work and all the props and all the cool stuff you'd want to see. You could have Tony's uh, Hall of Armors and like yeah. do something cool like that, I, which I think they've done at Disneyland before. But you could, if you really did a good job designing it, I feel like it could be even cooler. Oh, that person, would be but. cool. They, okay, so he, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. So, no I had a question about the scene. Is Peggy Carter? Is this a different actress, or do they have what's her name, an old lady? Yeah, uh, it's not. It, it's not makeup. It's digital de aging with. And yes, that is actually Haley Atwell. She did come back. Okay, so wait, that's digital aging. Yeah, di- or, she's yeah, old here. Digital aging. Sorry, I'm always. I'm so no. used to the application of them going back in time instead of forward. For sure. Well, I've always wondered this, and I've never looked it up, and I felt like you would know the answer. And I'm sitting here going like. They did an excellent job doing this, but the only tell is her eyes because mm-hmm. she still looks really alive. In the yeah, eyes. it's the uncanny valley, which I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh. they they went for it and they just they just missed it. It's like the, it's them going over Springfield Gorge, but they don't just don't quite make it and pumble down. There you go. That's great. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I honestly buy the effect. I mean enough. To say, is it a different... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you caught me genuinely at the beginning of this question, so there's that part of me that's like, I feel like they did good. It, I felt like it was her in age makeup because her eyes look like a young woman's eyes. Does that make... Like, in the actual eye itself. Yeah, a little bit. A little that's bit. so funny, dude. You just blew my mind tonight with this. <laughs> well, that's awesome. This is the real Winter Soldier, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this moment is heartbreaking. Where she, where you, you, it's clear that she has Alzheimer's, and uh, so sad. I know, right? He waited that entire time in the ice, promising that he'd have a date, but Jesus, yeah, he had to go all the way back in time and space in order to get it, though. Thank I God, I feel like he at did. some point they're gonna try to do a. Uh... I feel like they're going to try to do like a Disney Plus one-off or mini-series or something about that era of time. Can you imagine? That would well, be their future pitch. Well, I mean, they do have um, uh, Agent Carter on ABC. Yeah, that was good, too. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. I, I, I really dug it. I also really loved the, uh, uh, the, the short film that they put out. I don't remember that one, I don't think. It was basically I, her, you know, kind of getting crap for... She's a woman, and she's only limited to secretary stuff. She cares about a lead, and she kicks ass and shows him up. And then Howard Stark's like, you want to be a founding member of S.H.I.E.L.D.? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's like a really cool little short. I, um, wow. Sorry, no, I got got lost here in the moment. I love this little bit with, um... Just that little quiet moment. Bruce yeah, that that looks straight out of the comics, dude. And yeah. I love the uh, the hollow the hollow tubes to uh, to project the other uh, the, these council members. And I love that the one uh, guy on the far left there. Yeah, that he's also like he's pretty much like in his exact same costume from the Dark Knight. No, right? Maybe that's a little bit of a crossover there. The, like, this is the DC Marvel. What, what do they call it in the '90s? The Amalgam Universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and dude, the fact that they got Robert fucking Redford for this role. Well, 
You know, I will say this, though. Robert Redford is probably cool, one. Yes. You know what I mean? Since he, I would argue, was responsible through his early career in inventing a lot of probably what we think is cool. Not to mention but being also, a member of the, the, you know, one of the founding members of Sundance Film Festival, which is oh for sure great. Right, yeah, for, so, so he's like, hey, I like to support, and you know, I'm sure he's not, he's not like I'm not, I obviously am making money off this. Yeah, he's clearly supporting young filmmakers. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, he probably got paid pretty good to do this. Oh you know yeah, I mean? <laughs> you know, the mouse has. Uh, I wonder what kind of a contract they made him. Uh, get paid. Well, I think you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I think he was just on horribly. No, it's cool. Like, I I think he just was on this movie because I know he wanted to play a villain because he almost never gets to play one. Uh, But I also think uh, like you know his his uh, his grandkids are like big big Marvel fans, so he's like, oh, it'd be really cool to actually be in this. And Marvel's like, great, we were going for this uh, political thriller tone, so it'd be even great to kind of. You know, subvertingly or like uh, uh, subliminally uh, uh, referencing uh, all the president's men at the same time. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what was the one I kept wanting to say? Yeah, it was all uh, the yeah all the president's men. Even I, I actually looked it up right beforehand. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, Flight of the Condor was the name of the movie I kept trying to think of. That's it. Okay, yeah. so Robert Redford paid got paid at least four million dollars for this role, and he's in the movie for like four minutes. <laughs> oh, he's not. I think it's more like you know, I, for like I'm 15, of course. fifteen minutes for sure. But either way, that's but if still... you're doing like think about that, if you're making like a million dollars, you know what I mean? He's yeah. Like, Making like a few hundred thousand dollars a minute of screen yep. time. Yep. But you know, having been on some sets before, it is not easy work either. It's no. a lot of long, tedious hours. Yeah. Like being creative is. I'm not obviously trying to yeah. do anything but funny here. <laughs> but uh, that's what I keep thinking about. I but. love this seed that the Russo brothers set for Captain America when he goes to the VA co- hospital. Like I love that that even though you don't really thinking about it at the time, you're like. Cap's looking at that like I could be doing this. This is this is, it seems like my kind of route because he does sure. feel like you know your favorite high school teacher, like just one that's just so cool and laid back and patient and nice and thoughtful. You know, like sure. Um, and uh, I believe that they were pitching that around, like uh, you know, Cap has been declared dead for a while and whatnot. So he's like. How do I stay financially stable? But, it, of course, you know, in this universe, he's basically employed by the government, so he's fine. But, uh, you know, in some comic versions, it's like he had to struggle by being an illustrator, being a teacher, and, you know, doing all these different things. So Sure. But it's a real testament to his character. <laughs> or it's ultimate so... fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny to me, you know, because, and I'll tie this, I'll try, I'll try to get to this quick yeah. without really setting you off, because I know when I do that, it will. <laughs> uh, but it's funny to me that DC movies have struggled so bad with Superman and his characterization. Oh. Literally, Marvel was just like, don't worry, we got it for you guys. I He's know, kind of it's so... It's very similar. And, and and I feel like they both should be sort of similar in that regard. Yeah, they're both the altruistic, uh, lead-by-example, oh, exemplary... Uh, uh, versions of what we perceive America could be at its finest. Right. You know? And people and humanity. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Here we go. Okay. This is like a, such a great action scene. I remember they released this before. So what was the Marvel movie that came out before this? Was, was Thor uh, the Dark Thor World? 2? Yeah. 
I remember going to see something and they played this sequence in the movie, but I don't think it was Thor because so my mom loves a Marvel movie. So usually <laughs> I'll if I do a midnight show, I'll go with my friends and then she'll usually see it like the next day or whatever. But now that midnight shows are at seven o'clock, she's way in. Yeah. And uh, wasn't that crazy? But nuts. I, this whole scene is great. This is like a great example of uh, just building tension in a scene in general, I feel like. Right. You know, there's a lot of good, like if you've noticed this, and you, you, you I know you would, Tim, but you, I'm saying the audience, the editing is a lot quicker here. If you start counting how often they cut shots, yeah. you'll notice it's a lot faster now because it's supposed to feel panicky like you should be feeling. Yeah. They have the counter. There's literally the, quote, ticking bomb here with the armor on the car uh, getting... Um, uh, pepper, but yeah. As we go, my headphones just popped out in a moment <laughs> of excitement. You know, oh, they're setting dude. up the battering ram, and then to give Grand. you the idea of Grand. Fixed rate, Grand. This scene is way Grand. slower. Grand. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings awesome. reference. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, I love watching this. I felt like this dude. Too, where it's like, oh. Also, can we just car. talk about how ridiculously armored his car is? Like, yeah, and during this sequence, cool. I'm like, Jesus Christ, whatever he's doing to his car, I want it. <laughs> and then, wait for it. Now! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And it's not enough. We got to have a fucking grenade launcher coming up. Can you imagine if he aimed it just a little bit too far to the right or left? It'd be Saints Row. Oops. <laughs> There's so much good stuff here, too, where I love where he's just like. The, I love when they like try to get the hover systems online. Yeah. Like, great. dude, it, like it's it, this thing flies too. like what else is hiding in this thing? Well, because I had imagined at this point, the idea is that once Stark. And the Avengers happen, right, in the first Avengers movie, that everything yeah. now is partly a Chevy, but also, like, the HUD is totally Stark style. Yeah, right? yeah. Because, I mean, why not, right? Patent that shit. Oh, yeah. Make it available uh, for that, everyone. That should and then be this a line. quick moment for me to... Oh, yeah. Communications. Yeah. <laughs> good little zingers. I love hey, that. The movies are always good at the little, like, quick, quick one-liners like that. Yep. And look at these shots of the chase sequence. This is right downtown Cincinnati, or, or not Cincinnati, or Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Because when you see him turn uh, up, coming up here, you'll be very clearly to see the uh, the Route Six logo, which I've driven down so many times. Like it's it's not even funny. I've barely spent any time in Cleveland. Um, I was up there for a few auditions. That's been about it. I have a couple friends up there. Plus, I used to take Route Six to and from Toledo to from or. From Toledo yeah, to you're Chicago. From up that way, right? Yeah, in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. So I would take Route Six and in uh, as opposed to the freeway, just because I I like driving through the country a little bit more. Oh, of so course. It's no, a, I totally get it. Yeah, it's, it's always a nice experience. It's it's a little bit more scenic. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, the opening scene sort of sets the brutality tone of this movie too, which I think is like damn. Like I mean that again for a Marvel movie too. It's it's. God. A lot of like bloodless deaths. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's but like those some... are really intense. I mean, they might be bloodless, but they know how to bring the pain. Yeah, okay. There's the root for six. sure. There's the root six sign. Oh, nice. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, hey, that's not Washington D.C. <laughs> and you know, this cost them like in way less money to shut down. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. When I'm at Avengers level money. That's what I'm going to I'm going to shoot movies here because it's not going to cost me anything. Right. And I'm going to spend all the extra budget money on uh, 
Junior Mint's Peppermint Crunch because they're only available in the month of December. So Man, you I'm planning ahead. You gotta imagine the only thing that they probably are adding in post is like the uh, the, the 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 muzzle flashes off the gun because it's not quite safe. I think a lot of the uh, bullet holes are also digital. Because yeah, in a few scenes they move weird. Yeah, I'm sure. And like, what can be? You know, I'm oh, sure this. they probably took a. Yeah, that was gnarly. Jesus. When I saw that, I'm like. Wow, that was nuts. Like, and you know it's real, too, because damn. And then, of course, we got our first appearance. Finally, we are, what, we are 32 minutes in, and we finally get to see the Winter the Soldier. Yeah, the, the other title character, rather. Yeah, right. <laughs> this was awesome. Yeah. You know, the the Star Wars crossover here. Yeah, with the... With, Jackson with, brings out his lightsaber. <laughs> I wonder if that one also has the engraving uh, uh, bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's actually something cool that someone pointed out to me. It looks like the exact same laser thing that they use to melt cap out of the ice. Which that makes sense, because one of the things that this is like, it doesn't bother me because I'm just like, okay, there's like ridiculous, goofy tech and almost everything sort of deus ex machina e at times. Yeah. Where I was like, when I saw the scene, I was like, how did he carve through the ground? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little... But no, so you mentioning that laser is great because that's totally... That makes... Not that it doesn't make sense before because I'm willing to just be like, yeah, there's technology that does not make sense in yeah. this movie. That's like the point of this universe. Uh, but I always thought that was great. So here's the first of the two Cap's apartments. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> And we get this very mixed kind of flirt here because I remember uh, uh, a friend of mine hadn't seen this, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, you want to?" We had like two hours to kill. Like, "Oh, you want to sit down and watch Captain America too? You haven't seen? I know you haven't seen it yet." And he's like, "And I remember him watching this scene, and he's like, mixed signals, okay? Like, thanks, right?" <laughs> so ridiculous. I know. Although, you know what? I was kind of really hoping that. Uh, this this character, Agent Thirteen, I was kind of hoping that it was the uh, the the woman who uh, checked in on him as he woke up in the in the future. Yeah, because I, I yeah I could I was kind of hoping that would be the same actress because I distinctly remember for the Avengers because I was geeking out about it so freaking hard at the end of the movie. She goes, "All agents, Code 13. I'm like, oh, "Are they? Is that?" Agent 13, is that, like, Cap's next loved interest? Like, oh, how cool is that? That's awesome. But, nah, guess not. Let's see. Uh, Barack Obama, the Night Stalkers. Got some interesting books on Cap's, Cap's desk here. Oh. And it's been a long, long time. A song that plays at the end of Endgame. Damn, they set that seat up early, didn't they? That's interesting. I wonder if that... I wonder if some of the music choices were Russo Brothers things. They might have. Wait a second. So am I wrong? So are there multiple are there multiple scenes in his apartment in this? Did I, I thought this was a different scene here actually? So I, I feel dumb. This is how long it's been though. I think this is the only. You know what? There, you're probably thinking of the deleted scene in the Avengers. Cause the, that could be too. Yeah, because there was a great. I don't know why they had that deleted scene. But it was the scene where it was Captain America, like, looking through all of his old S.H.I.E.L.D. buddies and all his old Howling Commandos. They'd all been dead. 
Uh, Peggy Carter is listed as alive, and he has her phone number, but he's hesitant to do it. He goes out to the street feeling alienated, and he waits at a cafe, and, you know, waitress is, like, really nice to him. And then Stan Lee goes, ask for her number, you moron. Like, <laughs> That's great. I love that little bit, and I really wish they kept that in the movie, but they were like, nah, it kind of slows up the movie, so fuck sure. you. It's going to put on, going on disc two of the DVD. Oh, oh damn. That's a great scene, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can already see, like, they already were, like, really tense when they were just kind of communicating with his phone and trying to be like, ears everywhere, ears everywhere. Oh, yeah, and I love how many times I feel like they are constantly almost killing him. Yeah, I know, right? That's, that is like a, a Marvel tradition to kill someone, but not really kill them. Yeah, right. Yep. His. And then, they, I love this. They don't call him Fury, they call him Foxtrot. That's great. And then that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, I, I think this was part of... So when they showed those scenes in the movie, they showed some of the Sam Jackson chase scene. And they showed this chunk here. Because I, I love the practical effect here with the papers right? in his office. Yeah! Where they, like, blew the paper Bam! there. I'm like, that's so cool. Oh, he just smashes through him. Like, motherfucker yeah. is on a mission, man. Yeah. And this, I was so mad that they spoiled this scene in the trailers. Yeah, a little bit. Because, dude, if that happened in theaters, people would have screamed. If they would have shown that. Yeah. Spo- people like, would have lost their minds. Oh, dude. Like, if, he, if they had, it's kind of like in Thor Ragnarok where they, you know, like the big, the big teaser at the end is Hulk coming out, and you're like, Planet Hulk is, like, now part of this. And, like, can you imagine if you had no clue the Hulk was going to be in there? Yeah. Everyone would have lost their shit, man. Dude, it's so true, too, because, like, what's funny about that is that they really set that scene up clever, too. When I finally saw Thor Ragnarok and that scene's coming up, I'm like, oh, the little puffs of smoke when they're talking about the... Um, the Great Warrior. Like they saw a little... The, yeah, well, the Great Warrior, and they're doing, like, there's, like, visual cues in that there's, like, green smoke yeah, they yeah. blast whenever I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, there's all these little tells, too, that yeah. would have been paid off really nicely. Yeah. And it, I imagine, I'm sure uh, the filmmaker did not want to reveal that. Yeah, I, way. T- uh, Taika Waititi's I get that they have to. S- yeah, I mean, Taika Waititi's uh, smart, but he's he wouldn't be that. He wouldn't be that uh, uh, atrocious with it. Although, no. I will say this, it was really ballsy of him not only to get a immigrant song from Led Zeppelin directly, not just for the movie, but also for the teaser trailer. That actually was kind of a, a ballsy move on Tycho's uh, part. But Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, anything. The thing about Winter Soldier is... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, flatline well, There's it. nothing to talk about here. You're like, oh, look at Sam Jackson's corpse. It's so crazy. Also, why is everything super cool, high-tech stuff, but then this hospital is just our world? Um, that's the American healthcare system. <laughs> the Marvel movies are constantly making commentary on that. That would be hilarious. I wouldn't. You know what? I, I feel like uh, that, that's, <laughs> that would be a thing that the Russo brothers would be like, yeah, that's totally what we were doing. No, we weren't. We're yeah, right? I feel, yeah, right? I feel like that's how I want... Yeah, I don't even know. That's so silly, though. 
It is because how ridiculous is that thumb drive? By the way, I know this is to be the secret thumb drive of like a super covert organization. It should be look like one of my Ubico keys. There's a I wish they were my sponsor. <laughs> but they're like these flat little USB security keys you use that yep. are super tiny. Yep, and I'm like, wait. Why, why Why is this thing why the th- size of my hand? And I get that it's a prop, but they could also be like, it's a micro... <laughs> I don't even know. Every time I see it, I'm laughing. I think the like, whole reason why is because, like, look, we're, we, like the mouse is like, you better have that shield logo on the, th- the damn prop, otherwise <laughs> right. you're fired! You well, you know, a lot of that stuff, too, is probably because they want this to play in international markets, which is why a lot of the dialogue, I wouldn't say... Yeah, is uh, like easy. If I don't want to easy, maybe it sounds negative in me saying that. But right, <laughs> like a lot of the scenes, I feel like if you didn't speak the language, you could probably figure out the tone of what's going on in the scene. Yeah. So I, I also think there's that thing where it's like, oh, maybe what's happening here is that they, um, you know what I mean? They were they're doing that for the foreign audiences. That that would that would make sense because you kind of want to. I think simple is the word you were looking for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, now here's I, here's like another big plot hole that I think Honest Trailers pointed out. Uh, you're gonna bet the entire fate of uh, the world and and moreover Shield and all that stuff over someone not wanting uh, a thing of Bubblicious. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like. <laughs> I just imagine in the universe she's just like, well, so it's Hubba Bubba. So she probably oh, looked up what is the least sold gum out of vending machines. That's the type of woman <laughs> Natasha is to me. And she's like, I have the data. It's Hubba Bubba and regular flavor. I wonder what the bidding so. war for that, that, that product placement went for. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Insane, I bet. Insane. Oh, totally. Totally. The owner's my captain. Oh, that's that's really cool. Like, because th- I love that they do mix in uh, actual history along with Marvel's fictional history. Like, they'll reference things like the 101st Airborne, Operation Paperclip, and you know, like more grounded stuff like that. <clears throat> but oh, sure. uh, I think this is like one of the few scenes that I have issue with filmmaking wise like the performance the writing the tone all of that is just fine uh and really do- and does its job but it, i just this is a, a a little thing that i've always kind of been irked by in modern cinema is mm-hmm. that the camera angles and the edits aren't ever really motivated it's just shooting lots of coverage and then cut from close yeah. up to close up to close up and nothing interesting really visually happens and I really sure. wish that they, you know, scenes like this could be staged more interestingly. Like you yeah. could have like almost the entire, uh, the entire scene shot in a long shot, and you could have it run interesting as long as you either move the characters around or you have, if you want to have them sit down in the, um, have them just sit down and talk, have something interesting going on in the background, you know, to kind of sure. draw your I eye see in. That yeah. All right, you know, the thing is, I think, again, that sort of idea of simplicity is probably for that broad appeal, right? Because, like, if you think about, like, the wilder swings Marvel, for example, has taken, that's the stuff that seems, like, less audience popular, which, you know, to Disney is, we're here for money. We want to hit the wide. We want, 
we don't care if Mark and Tim go see this. They want Mark's mom to see this. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. When somebody with like no real vested interest in this outside of knowing that I had one and thus theirs. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I was the gateway for it. And uh, just something to think, uh, something there too. Yeah. I, uh, I, one of my favorite Marvel productions is the show Legion, and it is shot insane. It looks, it is like constantly crazy. It's the coolest looking thing Marvel's ever done. And I'm always like, man, there's, it sucks that we will probably never get more Marvel stuff in that tone because it like did well, but it didn't do like Avengers well. Yeah. Well, that, I, I, you know, I mean, the joke is like half the time Kevin Feige tends to forget anything that isn't part of the movies themselves. (laughs) Like, all, like, you know, when the, uh, the last time we got a short film was like, was around this time like 2014 like yeah i think they i think they stopped doing it somewhere around here intentionally and you know what's really funny is the one of the things during that era that got me inspired to get into a talent agency and thus started working as an actor professionally was uh i i will never forget this i said it to my mom i think it was the it was the short where I feel like it's uh, Lizzie Kaplan's in it, I think, and some guy from some movie from the early 2000s. But they're hunting down one of the, I think it's an, a Chitari gun, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't really remember the details, but I remember watching it and being like, man, it's so cool. These Marvel one-shots are, are fun little shorts. And it's like a great thing to get us interested in. And, they, and with Disney Plus being a thing, you'd think they'd be doing more cool stuff like that. Yeah, but, you would. Uh, but I that don't was know. one of the things I was like, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get into a Marvel one shot movie, and that was my goal for a while. Oh. And then they stopped doing those. So I was like, Damn Well, it. I guess I gotta just be an Avenger instead. Or, and you listen, know, get, get like we a know the audiences part. want it. They had Fat Thor, dude. I'm in. Yes. I'm in. I'm that dude. I'm the leader of the men's body revolution. Actually, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that's good dude we need the movement needed a leader i am that guy <laughs> nice to know but no there's actually a bit part that i think could have been perfect for you uh and i'll let you go know when on. it comes up huh oh i can't wait I oh yeah yeah because yeah, no i, I reckon, can't wait I, I recognize the actor i've seen him do some college humor shorts and stuff like that oh cool uh but yeah i'll point him out because i think it's the point where oh uh, uh the apple guy right yeah yeah uh he's part of donald glover's group from back in the day Derek comedy too uh Man. i can't remember his name yeah. now but like yeah, he is hilarious, and yeah. that scene's great. I would have crushed you, right? Oh, yeah, you're to- you totally would have killed it in that role. <laughs> I, ca- I can't wait for you to see what I worked on this week. Oh, This yes. is such a great scene. Dude, too. the elevator sequence. Like, I, I honestly, okay, I'm hard-pressed to fa- uh, remember an elevator action sequence that was this thrilling outside of that opening sequence of Speed way back in the day. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's great, too. And what's funny, though, is, like, Speed, it's an action sequence, no doubt. But this is, like, an action sequence, right? You know what I mean? Like This is a fight sequence. Right, in the elevator where Speed is way more like this dramatic, insane moment. Like, oh, yeah, this is great, too. Yep. And just more and more dudes coming in. Right, and we're just thinking that. And I love that everybody eyeballs him as they walk in, too. So it's like extra threatening as they're like okay yep and they purposely surround him yep and then of course he spots the uh wait wait for it when he's gonna looks over to this one guy right here uh talking and you see just a tiny bead of sweat right there oh shit. he knows what's up yeah and then of course these guys right and the big giveaway to them he's like they're like records Right. So they're like, 
bullshit. You guys aren't going to records. Y'all are here to take me in. <laughs> and Chris Evans just acting with his eyes and conveying that sense of, oh crap, this is this is what I gotta do. Love it. Right. And then I love this so line. Good. <laughs> What's funny about this idea too is that this elevator is pretty good sized, but like there's too many dudes for this fight. In a, yeah, in like a realistic situation, yeah. like send six in maybe and not eleven. <laughs> well, it is cap. True. Oh damn. Yeah, that was a good kick too. You can, and I love the sound that they put because again, it's a lot of bloodless action, but. You'd be damned. Yeah, well, they, you know that they really upped the ante just to get those bones breaking. I love that, too, where he slams in the yeah. camera. Yeah. Awesome. Good shit, man. Yeah. He does the whole thing with the one brace on, too. So yep. cool. One of those things I always thought would have been great in this scene is if it was really that powerful of a magnet that he was struggling with, if that he kept kind of almost getting adhered repeatedly. Yeah. I would have to, like, fight against it since we <laughs> do uh, we do get... Is this the one with the gnarly helicopter bicep flex, or is that Civil War? No, that's Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Man, he's fast. And they are all over him. Like, huh? You, yeah. you, they deployed the second he stopped, man. Like, it's like, okay, all floors just converge on Captain America right now. Everybody go get on the elevator. But then again, if they, if you have to think this, too, that... They probably prepped a lot of those dudes thinking that the first round of guys would have probably gotten them. Yep. Damn. But that would have hurt so bad. Even though it Even with the like... vibranium, man, like that to, that you could hear that it uh absorbed most of the blow. Like damn. Oh god, this is such a cool sequence. This was like one of those moments too in the movie where I was like, man, this movie's awesome and this really was just like damn, Captain America's super badass. I don't even have anything to say during it. I'm just like, yeah, I know, it, but it's <laughs> like, it's just like, holy crap! I didn't know Captain America kicked so much ass, right? Oof! And he's look at. I love that he's not only charging a machine gun and a on a plane with nothing but a shield, but he actually manages to take it out single handedly. Right. Like, oh yeah, and he like. And he fucks this jet up, dude. right? You know what I mean? That's that's a couple mil out of your paycheck. And sticks the landing. <laughs> ten out of ten from the judges. So badass. I love that he stayed around to look. Yeah. Who says cool guys never look from explosions? Right. They only do that. <laughs> Yeah, it does have that enemy of the state vibe happening. A little bit, yeah. So if uh, Captain America is if Captain America is uh, uh, given these guys as hard of a time as they as he is, God, can you imagine what he would do in, in today America? No, I can't really. 
I'll tell you what, he can walk up to the White House any day, please. I will. Can you imagine? I I can only imagine for now. Right. And I also love that he's part of the um, <laughs> the universal uh, Marvel hero uh, disguise. <laughs> Just yeah, a hoodie, hoodie and sweatpants. You know what's even funnier about that is that literally he wore almost that outfit earlier to the cap exhibit and somebody recognized him when he was in disguise. <laughs> and you'd think that that moment, that's like one of those funny character moments where I was like, oh, I wonder if that's intentional, that Cap's like a little bit of a dipshit because, you know what I mean? Like yep. he's he's a good guy, but he has to be, he's like a, uh, you know, like an athlete where you're like, oh, you're sweet and nice and talented, but just... Uh, I can tell that I was fat, and so I had to develop more brain. <laughs> he killed Kennedy. He did. You know, uh, that brings up something, and it is actually genuinely frightening how relevant the themes of this movie is nowadays, because uh, I think I was just reading um because for you know many many years like not not as like the tinfoil hat wears or anything like that um but uh i remember like watching jfk in high school for the first time mm -hmm. and i really started questioning you know what's really real in america and what isn't like uh i, I and i just wanted to figure out what the hell is going on with this world and is there sure. like this weird shadow cabinet thing going on because it feels like when you really like lay out a pattern you kind of see something there and it's a yeah uh and what's really weird is like after like just looking at the news recently uh i kind of figured out i kind of think i figured it out like Sort of like how Hydra's been growing as a beautiful parasite inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, right. The Confederate states of America have been slowly growing in America for the last century. Like, they're, I, I don't mean to get, you know, overly political in the middle of our fun, dumb it's, Marvel yeah, movie. Like, but well, it is Captain America, so of all of them, I guess this is the most tolerable moment. Yeah. This is my cameo scene coming up, by the way. Yes. <laughs> You're not cameo. Yeah, right. But, yeah, it just really made me a little bit scared because, like, the Confederate idealism is finally showing its face. And when you think about what their ideals have been for the last past century, they are kind of in they have been kind of slowly shaping to where we are now which is a little scary isn't it yeah i don't i i, I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh the cops are coming to the apple store uh, art imitates reality oh my god like people are protesting the new update to mac <laughs> os x someone's illegally using a mac quick deploy the shield agents well, we got you, I love that They made this tech to be untraceable, and the first thing that happens is it's totally traceable. Yeah, look at him there. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's going to drive me nuts until I remember his name. He's great, too. There were three of them. It was him, Donald Glover, and another guy. Oh, huh? New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That yeah, that dude. That's that's totally would have been your bit part. That's like totally the role I'd get to read for at the very least. A- absolutely, dude. That's so funny. They would have given it to you. Come on. I feel. Well, I mean, I think I'm getting close to that point. Well, see, no. Well, the thing is, like, you totally have the same glasses. Yeah, that is a good point. I'm like, no, I like legitimately. It would have been funny if they just put me in them already. You know what I mean? But like in a different exactly. color, like same glasses, dude. Yep. Exactly. And you probably get a free uh, extra pair of glasses thanks to the mouse. Yeah. This guy is all like, oh, I'm very angry in the Apple store. That's so Jason Bourne. This is how you can tell this is uh, Cleveland because there's still a hard rock cafe in America. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. never let that shit happen. I love this. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> Good cover. And I love that he did kind of watch it, but was mad. Yeah. <laughs> As I knock my pop filter off here. Hell yeah, my birth date showing up in a Marvel movie for the first time. Oh, All really? Right. That's how, that's really. Jer- you know. You're a Jersey boy, huh? I am, dude. Right on. I've got a friend of mine who, uh, said he will never for as long as he live return to New Jersey. He has Why? a well he has a uh, I can't tell you because uh it's a two and a half hour long ordeal of a story. That's a whole different <laughs> podcast. I know. I gotta have him like <laughs> just come on and tell that story because it's so insane. It's like the worst week of bad luck you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Sorry, I got stuck in this. I no, it's cool, man. Story. Like, I, cute. I do love this. Like, where they, he's just uh, like, "Listen, I'm not in a Tinder. I'm really trying to find a real relationship." <laughs> there is this funny thing when I watch this too about Cap's attachment with women. Now, the difference here and the joke I'm about to make is that you know the woman he was interested in liked him back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of cards, Cap always reminds me these, these dudes I grew up with who were like, "I don't want to date. I want to find my mate." And I always thought it was so funny when they would, like, meet people and be like, mm. and I was just like, you guys are, like, unfuckable weirdos. Why are you being this way about any human that's showing interest in you? <laughs> but I do love the fact that their relationship is, like, peak work buddies. Yeah, like, they are, it's a beautiful example of, uh, this is, like, one of those times where I want to show those, like, incel type dudes where I'm like, look, you can be friends with a woman that is platonic. That's a totally a thing. Camp you know what I mean? And it like doesn't there doesn't have to be some weird sexual exchange. Yeah. Now they might lose their minds a little bit briefly in the kiss. Yes. A little bit. But they're but, gonna lose their minds anyway. So. But hey, who you know what? I, I think of it as like it's that desperate escape attempt, but it's also the equivalent of a a, a stupid drunken kiss at like a a, a New Year's party. <laughs> I just imagine it being like you had to kiss your bro for a dare. <laughs> That's why I'm pushing this one. All right, dude, now lick his ass. You know. <laughs> that was always good. This is a good little moment here, too. Yeah, where the little flashback. Okay, so no lie, when I saw this uh, for the first time, I was like, God damn it, I really wish Marvel had contacted me like, hey, we need your our sign back and we need to put it in the movie. And I'm like, can we borrow it? Oh, hell yeah, I would have said, hell yeah, you can borrow it. Just give it back to me with a certificate of authenticity that this motherfucker has been in two movies now. 
Yeah, right. He, uh, here's a picture of Chris Evans taking a selfie with it. Right? That would have been, oh. Dude, and the this whole sequence is another one of those weird moments. By the way, this is one I was talking about before the show for all of you yeah. out there. Yeah, the, the the underground shield bunker, which and they do such a good job of. One of the things I think that doesn't get talked about enough in the Marvel movies is like in you know I know I was sort of giving the shield Triskelion uh, lobby shit earlier, mm-hmm. but they nail all of the period stuff. Yes. It's kind of funny to me because like they're the modern stuff in the Marvel universe is kind of bland and very like whatever. But then whenever they do this where this is supposed to be an an older place, it's cool super cool looking. It's got so much more character to it. Uh, yeah, for sure. And the lighting's different. It's like so you were talking about some of like the cinematography and some of the scenes, and you're like, well, I'd love this. The one thing I wish would be cooler in Marvel movies is the lighting. Yeah, yeah, because it's they're very... they're usually just, for the most part, it's like, it's like it's like sitcom lighting. It's like high key, or you know what I mean? It's like high across the board. Everybody's like lit about the same. Yeah, it's very know? monochromatic right? in that retrospect, and it's very Again, another reason I got so, yeah, I got so high on Legion is because it is lit. I'm, dude. You got to watch that show, Tim. Like, for real, you should watch it. I should. It's, and like I said, it's a Marvel property. It's not tied into the MCU. It's about, you know, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah. you know who Legion is? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. I figured, but I just want to make sure. I don't want to spoil it for the audience because the show does a really good job of building the mystery and, that and shit like that. Exactly. Well, yeah, because the thing is, it like definitely comes into play by the end of the series. It's only like three seasons long, but it's great. Oh, man. So when this scene happens in the movie theaters, yeah. I was so excited in general because, like you said, of Arnim Zola earlier. I thought that was, like, one of those really cool, weird things where I was like, oh, we're definitely going to start seeing some of the more Jack Kirby-inspired shit show up in these movies, which at this point I was sort of like, okay, I'm sure they're going to just start playing it a little too safe at times. Yeah. And then I really loved the shit out of this. Oh, and, dude, the and, fact that it's all retro gear, too. Yeah. The fact and that it just he, looks so cool. Yeah, like it, it, it. You know what? It actually made me flash back to in a good way, though. Yeah. Terminator Three. Oh yeah, the you end mean, of the like movie. the yeah, because that's the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Why was it the best part? It was the ending. Oh, no, I did think that the. I thought the reveal of the end of that movie was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I dude, I love this sequence so much. I love the set of this sequence. I love the way it's shot. It's mostly cool. You can see them in the reflections there. Yep. And you we know, have this really this... cool little war games reference. And exactly. It, even she's to the point where she's like, "It's from a movie." You know, he's like, "Yeah, I know." I, I <laughs> like kept. Oh, I, I actually saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> I understood and it's that like reference. A nice little callback to his ah, that, you know, it's almost like a callback to the, the I, that's yeah. a reference I get. <laughs> But I love that they open Arnim Zola here into like you know yeah an ASCII text thing. I mean, because they were never really going to get away with like the uh, the the box and the arm the the, the 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 TV with the arms and legs. But this right. was such a weird way to go. But it's so scary because you like it's like I said like this is the infiltration of Hydra underground for you know the better part of seventy years. Oh yeah. Well, and think about this too. I, uh, I one of the things I love so much about this is how this is sort of a uh, an unwinnable scenario too. Yeah, where he's just like, "Oh no, everything's about to go to hell, Mister Bond." It's very Bond it here. It is a little bit Bond because right. he monologues, and then he and then they're like, "Oh, okay, well, well, we're just going to go there." And he's like, "Well, actually, <laughs> uh, I already set off an explosive at the beginning of this conversation, and." 
you're going to die in the next four seconds. Good luck, Mr. Bond. Bye. And then, right, exactly. And then it, the, the play, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. That's so great. But yeah, uh, there's a uh, name drop of Operation Piper, Paperclip, an actual okay, yeah, yeah. an actual operation in the U.S. Army that recruited uh, the fallout of uh, uh, the Nazi scientists and, and right, engineers. Right, like Braun and stuff. Yep. Build our rockets. All right, now, seriously, this part scares me so much because I actually feel like this might be happening right now. It's just not an old Nazi uh, engineering cult it's the it might it may actually be at least from my point of view the confederate army the confederate united states of america because i see a lot because from what they've been describing i see a lot of influence in it and how it's been so in subliminally ingrained into our culture uh and now they're here to take over i'm just so I'm just so glad that uh, um, that the Confederates are historically more inept than, say, your average movie villain would be. Yeah, no, no sorry, I, I, I keep doing that thing. Here. No, you're I'm cool. Like, oh, sorry, keep went back to the movie for a minute. Yeah, because I love this little montage sequence too. It is, it's a, it's well done, and I see what you mean too. It's, it's, it's scary because, like, even. Uh, the Russo brothers were tapping into things like, you know, drone wars and, uh, you know, uh, uh, what you, surveillance and uh, drone execution and things oh, like well, that. You get like a little of that. You get a little of that Patriot Act. You get some of like the Obama, Obama yeah. administration and their uh, in, uh, not enjoyment of, but uh, heavy use of drone strikes and things mm -hmm. like that. I, I, yeah. It's nice that it has those little bits, which makes sense for a character like Captain America, who obviously is going to deal with way more like military outside of maybe Iron Man, because he's kind of this interesting warrior who is also anti-war. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm afraid I have been stalling. <laughs> You're hiding this grate. Now, that, uh, now, uh, uh, so basically that means Arnim Zola's dead now. Right, which is sort of a bummer. Yeah, it is. I am I was always kind of hoping, like, there was a backup drive somewhere else. Well, and there might still be, you know what I mean? I've been backed up on another office that looks curiously similar to, <laughs> similar to the last one. <laughs> I keep thinking of uh, in these moments. Ah, oh, damn, nope, never mind. Lost the train of thought. Moving on. It's cool. I, you know, it's funny about this. I keep thinking, I was like, wow, there's still a lot of movie left to go because we still got to get Sam. Yeah, we're and... we're only an hour and, uh, let's see, an hour and 57, 58. We are an hour seven into the movie, wow. which is kind of crazy when you think about it. How long it. is the movie itself? Uh, I think the whole thing is uh, two hours and 15 minutes. So, oh, okay. Like, so, yeah, we're, just we're like about halfway the there. Point. Yeah, which actually can... <clears throat> actually all things considered this is a really good halfway point you know because like that shit just got down right looking for any survivors no survivors or are there 
Can you imagine it leaving that to find a put footprint? I know, right? This was a great scene. I remember this was one of those big shocking moments for me. Yeah, when you're like, "Oh shit," and then you're like, you know, what? You're not uh, not that surprised that Robert Redford's the villain. I mean, the trailers kind of made him out to be one, but right. I love that sh- the wide shot where you can see all Everybody yeah where you can see the uh, the uh, the the separation and just how close she that that poor nurse was to the edge right and doesn't he have like all Newman's own products in here by the yeah. way yeah like kind of a funny little nod yeah that was a lo- lovely little little thing to Paul Newman oh we miss you Paul. Shouldn't have come back in. Oh. And that's where we got, like, probably one of our... Outside of Loki, we actually kind of got a really cool villain. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, you know, in the Marvel movies, they're either okay or, or just passable, you know? Like, they're not, like, truly great screen villains that will... Uh, be quoting and remembering, you know, 30 years from now. Uh, but he's pretty damn close to near the top tier of the Marvel villains, I think. So true. I love that, Sam. Like, <laughs> I know. Fan- glass door window. <laughs> Just Anybody so- out there? I do love this framing where he's actually looking into a mirror. And like Chris, can you turn around real quick? Yeah, <laughs> that's America's ass. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's only speaking in Marvin Gaye song titles. What? 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 I can feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you just said what's going on, right? <laughs> well, no, I was thinking of uh, uh, let's get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, look at Cap, man. Like, come on, like, tell me. Remember, this wouldn't. is all platonic. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about it in terms of you know him and Black Widow. I'm just talking about Cap in a tank top. Oh, yeah, I would now. Like, we're best friends. Such a good character. Such a good dude. I love that, like, one of his superpowers is integrity. Right? You know, kind of in the same way that, as you mentioned before, Superman's. Exactly. Yeah, do you superhumans actually, like, eat? (laughs) Yeah, all fake food. Sure. He's 100% something silly. <laughs> oh, snap. 
I'm pouring myself a water muted. <laughs> oh, and now this part here where we finally get to see a little, just an inkling of what's to come. The, uh, the, the Falcon suit. But, uh, you know, it's actually funny, though. Uh, Anthony Mackie, he was actually hoping to go full spandex for this role. <laughs> like, he was a little disappointed when he found out it was just going to be Wings. Well, I love that they've kind of, each movie, he gets a slightly better version of his costume. Yeah, yeah. And it gets a little more colorful each time, because I think by, is it Civil War, he's got a little red in there. Yep. He's got the little, uh, the Falcon sidekick. The little red bird thing. Yeah, oh. I can't remember what its name was in the comic, but it was an actual Falcon in the comic books, right? Yep, yep. Although what I really miss is that they're like, this is, uh, you know, all secured behind, like, 12-inch steel door and guarded and whatnot. Right. Why don't they show that heist of them getting it? I guess the whole reason why is because the Russos are like, eh, that kind of slows up the movie. Which yeah, I that's a good point, because really the bigger, the more important thing here... It's like you almost it's they probably had to do the thing. It's like, do we ha have room for both this scene here? Yeah. And do we have room for this scene here and for the um, the big climax? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it, it, like it, you have to kind of look at the roller coaster of the plot. Right. Right. Yeah. Where it probably another action sequence after the last one would be one too many. Yep. But this scene here, oh. I remember going. Dude, shit! <laughs> like that happened. Like, and I'm Gary like, Shandling? fucking Gary Shandling got to say, "Hail no, Hydra!" Hydra right? Oh my God, Larry Sanders is part of fucking Hydra. I know, like the whole set, like the bitchy senator from Iron Man Two. He's a Hydra. Holy right. shit! That was such a cool little moment, though. It's a great payoff too, because now there's like an extra layer to his hate of Stark. Yep. So that you probably get this idea where he probably did tolerate him. Yep. But... Again, I feel like a lot of influence came from, like, not so much, like, the the look or the, the way of filming, but the feelings of threat in the Jason Bourne movies. You know? Sure. And I do love this line. dude i'm gonna do that to somebody one day but i'm just gonna do it with like regular clothes be like cuz the shirt you're wearing today looks really expensive <laughs> you know what i mean I'm like oh because the shirt you've got on right now looks really nice on you and they'd be like what <laughs> and then would play on two levels where they'd be like thank you but also that's creepy <laughs> i just get like a laser pen do you feel comfortable right i wouldn't even go up in person i would just call them from my house <laughs> there you go like, okay, I won't, i'm not gonna commit to the bit i'm just gonna fuck with people i'm just gonna be like <laughs> Hey Tim, how's it going? <laughs> you feel safe right now? You're like, yeah, why? I'm like, oh, you know, oh, nothing. Shit. I just thought it was interesting that you're wearing those glasses today. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is great. I love the little callback to the joke there. Yeah. And then we get the Falcon. Yeah, what a great bitches. reveal. And I love the shadow of him flying over. Fuck yeah, man. And he's like, it's a backpack and a t-shirt. Here we go, Stephen Strange. Yep. Yep, there it is. Who's the Who's the valedictorian in an Iowa City? I have no like, idea, what? but a lot of people speculated the uh, the TV Cairo or the TV anchor in Cairo is actually Moon Knight. 
Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about him. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that the Iowa City. I have no idea. I I, I honestly know don't know. It it could I mean, be. It's anyone. probably just other throwaway dialogue. Then yeah, this is have a check. I, you know, now that I think about it, like when I right after this came out, and I think right before like Avengers two or um, like Phase three was on the verge of coming out. Uh, I remember going to this movie more than any other of the Marvel movies, uh, hunting for Easter eggs. Nice. Um, specifically, like when it shows uh, uh, Shield's target or Hydra's uh, targets on the uh, the um, the, uh, the 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 helicarriers. Like when it shows all the different targets all around, you can actually see their names, and you can pause, and you're like, "Ooh, are there any little little references in there?" For sure. Yeah, like I said earlier, this is like the first time they kind of re- they really dove into it, right? Because at this point, they know the audience is on board for it. Yeah, because Avengers oh. was like, yeah, <laughs> gnarly, dude. I but just... they were like, uh, the Avengers was like, could we? Get, can we be weird at all? And the audience unequivocally said yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, okay, and this is so badass too, where he stops with his hand. Oh. that's how cool Colossus's arms should look. Well, I mean, they did look pretty fucking cool in Deadpool. That's a good point. Oh, shit. Man, Falcon, I really hope you got insurance. Yeah, right? That's okay. He's He, he probably is good. <laughs> also, you notice that... That was pretty, awesome. Yeah, that was cool, where he just takes the wheel. But you yeah. notice uh, pretty much all our Marvel characters drive Chevys in this movie? Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> I wonder what they, I wonder what they paid for that. Modestly, everybody, well, hold I'm on. Sure. Jesus. And then there was just that one quick cut of them pushing out of the car. That's like the only bad effect in this whole movie. Yeah, but either way, you're just, you forgive it because it's so fast. It's so cool. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we, well, this fight here is underrated in the Marvel Universe too, where Cap gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. repeatedly. Like, ugh. And his hit inside the van there is really like he hits his shoulder on the on the bus uh, yep. entry there. Holy shit! So you you mentioned Colossus and uh, and a Deadpool. There's a little bit of a a, a a Deadpool thing going on right here. There's another oh, yeah, the... dudes with assault rifles shooting on an overpass. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess Marvel just really loves to rip on itself, even when it's not coming from the mouse. Oh, for sure, they definitely want to try all that. <laughs> also, really do love the Winter Soldier's theme, like that we that crazy guitar riff that they that they have. Just that sure. that sound. Oh shit. Ooh. Oh, you done fucked up now. See, he's just COVID compliant. <laughs> he is, isn't he, dude? He's wearing his yeah. mask. He's wearing his fucking mask. That's good. This is a great. This, yeah, this action scene is really. Oh, dude, like, and especially and she with does the, so much uh, cool stuff. I just kind of wish that they had the same because I know that the Russo brothers looked at uh, Michael Mann's Heat as an inspiration. Yeah. But I really wish that they went with the same level of sound design as Heat, because when you hear the gunshots from Heat, that's actual location sound, where the gunshots bounce off the walls in horrific, horrifically realistic ways. Kind of wish that they did the same thing here 
But yeah. since it's a pulpy action movie, I see why they went with that. And because sure. they brought in this guy. <laughs> they brought in a fucking minigun. Yeah, it sounds like uh, what's his name's gun from Predator. Oh God, what Jesse is Ventura's? I, I forget his. Yeah, I forget his name. The, uh, what was it? The the monster, the beast, or yeah, some I can't shit remember like that. It. Yeah, I forget the name, but yeah, that's what I was totally thinking. Like, oh my God, they got the the, the minigun from Predator and Terminator Two. Hell yeah! As a matter of fact, if I because as a sound designer, I can hear it. It's the same uh, sound that they used for the minigun for Arnold and Terminator Two. Oh no, kidding! That's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm really big into sound design and gun Hollywood gun effects, so I, I have That's like awesome. a small collection on my hard drive that I use for whenever I want to do a, an action movie, whenever the hell I can. I've always wanted oh, to do it. Oh, that's a, awesome. Yeah, dude, I've always wanted to do an action movie. You should just do an action sequence, and then that'll get people to back you on a bigger one. Yeah, there you go. You just got to do a short one. Just do Seriously. go Wachowskis on it, where they just filmed the opening sequence of The Matrix blew all their money on it and they're like okay give us the rest of the money so we can actually make the rest of it yeah right oh man dude sebastian stan also really knows how to bring the menace in those eyes yeah it's funny because i'd never really seen him in too much before this i know he really got into it because uh um i know he i know like in the his public appearances, uh, everyone kind of calls him that goofy fuck. <laughs> really, like he's actually kind of like a, a real goofy goofy dude in real life. But gee, but so it's it, when you know that, it, you're like, holy shit, <laughs> he knows how to bring the contrast for sure. Oh, you just disabled. You just gonna come in here and disable my arm? Yeah, right. Oh hell nah. I love the swing it around, cock the arm. Yeah, thing. dude. Kind of reminds me of Henry Cavill in the last Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Good shit. The gun noise on his biceps, that was so funny. Right. Fuck yeah. Dude, the martial arts in this sequence is intense. Yeah, it's really great. I actually, uh, I think, uh, you know, one of, another, one of my friends, big Marvel guy, been watching these things, like, even the bad ones back in the day. Uh, he, was, he was just, like, thrown back at just how visceral and violent these action sequences were. Like, oh, yeah. You can feel every punch and kick. Like, damn, well, look at him work the... with the knife, man. Yeah. Bam! Yeah, he does a lot of good kick moves in this. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's why uh, Mr. Stark said to go for his legs. That's great. <laughs> Man. I, uh, I love watching these scenes. And again, I love that a lot of this is shot pretty wide. Yes. And they do, they, it's, you know, a lot of it is handheld, but it's also like, Definitely on some sort of at least basic-ish. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming like some sort of shoulder rig or something. something that it kind of balances it out a little bit so it's not like 100% handheld where it's absolutely unwatchable. Mm-hmm. But uh, I keep thinking about, oh, man, what a reveal. I know, right? But this is funny, too. This is the only thing I had a problem with in this movie compared to uh, 
the last one is I feel like they didn't do a great job, I think, establishing. They did good with Bucky, but I felt like he was too unrecognizable here, if that makes sense. It's the hair, isn't it? I think so. And the only reason I say that is when I went to see it, everyone I was with, a couple of the people were like big Marvel nerds and had been watching these movies pretty religious. Were like, who's that? I was like, that's the guy from the first movie. That's Bucky. That's his buddy. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can see. Actor. I'm like, I can see how that was. Well, I, I mean, they did try to like even gauge sure. people who haven't seen it with that scene in the Smithsonian. You know, like I think that was literally the right, only. Right. Yeah, because they do a bunch of thing about his setup. Yeah. Maybe they should have added a few more, a little more on that. Like one more really good flashback. But, um, you know, I I get it. Pacing issues, things like that. It, it tends to sure. really eat into your budget and time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, actually, I was like, oh, man. how I remember when they announced that it was going to be called uh, The Winter Soldier. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this sucks, because I know exactly what's going to happen going in. Like, I know who the Winter right. Soldier is. This this is – how are you going to make this interesting? And I'll be yeah. fucking damned if they, they made it really interesting. So crazy. Well, this is a great reveal, too. Oh, yeah, with uh, uh, Maria Hill. Ah, damn. Zap. <laughs> you know, that brings up another thing that I really wish that these movies addressed a little bit more. And just other, you know, big-time superhero movies. Why don't they ever address the cosplay issues? <laughs> that you? What, would... do you, what do you mean by that? Well, like, okay, so a great example is Ant-Man. Uh, and Iron Man, both their helmets flip up and flip down with quick precision. Um, sure. How come their shit never like? How come his helmet never gets caught on his lip, or gets stuck in his hair, or smacks him in the nose in the wrong way? Like, has that ever happened to Iron Man, where like his helmet just like went down, but his like hair was caught in it? That's funny. <laughs> like. I wish that they would do, like, little cosplay thing, like, cosplay issues like that, you know? Like, where shit pinches in places you can't quite describe. <laughs> Cause, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think if anybody would have mentioned that stuff would be Stark. Yeah. But they're probably just, like, too too much. Should have been a great scene in the first Iron Man when he was first suiting up. Like, all right, got to trim my hair in a few spots. Yeah. I'm not dead. Oh, there's, uh, what's his name, Russo. That was one of the Russo brothers right there uh, holding her shoulder. Oh, yeah, 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 I see. I don't know. I know Anthony and Joe are the names. I just don't know which one is which visually. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. Russo brothers. Please don't let this harm you from casting me your next thing. Yeah, no kidding. You know, maybe it. that's my end of being an Avenger, for real. Maybe. They shoot stuff up here all the time. I should have gone at the time. I don't think they had any roles they were casting for, but they, they shot their last movie in Cleveland. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, trailers for it uh, at the beginning of Endgame uh, with um, uh, Michael Tom B. Holland. Jordan. Right? And yeah. Tom Holland, isn't he in it, too? I think so. I do I do remember Anthony Mackie and, uh, 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 oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Frank Grillo. I know they're both in That's funny that it. it's like their same, they're like, yeah, we like all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Incredible. Pulling up the IMDb so I can make sure I'm not an idiot. Yeah, Tom Holland, oh, Thomas shit. Lennon, like you said. Uh, actually, funny enough, I don't see Michael B. Jordan in this. Really? I could have sworn. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh-oh. This is how we find out you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I see Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I really don't see too many recognizable names in this. Too funny. Anyway, sorry, distracted. No, it's this is cool. a very cool set, too, where they're, like, in a bank vault with that's where they do Bucky stuff. Yeah. And I also love how dehumanizing Bucky is, where he's just be like, mission report now. Like, he's just a piece of equipment. He's a fucking robot. Oh, yeah. Dude. I love the part where his arm is there. I, I never understood why he has the fake arm necessarily. I don't remember. It's literally why. a comics thing. Like, okay. I, I, I just think, think it looks cool. It's like, look, if we're going to do Winter Soldier, we got to give him the arm. Like, that's, that's the thing. I forget what it was in the comics exactly, but uh, I just know that they're like, look, we just got to do. We'll, we'll just say he got injured on the way down. Like, that's, that's cool. Uh,. But <laughs> specifically, I have no idea why. Sure. It's 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 one of those moments where, like, shut up. It sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds cool, though. <laughs> Talking about freedom, are we, Alexander yeah. Pierce? Freedom. I'll right. show you some freedom. I get your freedom right here. <laughs> okay, now this part really like made me kind of cringe. Guys. Well, this guy part kind of made me cringe where they set him back. Yeah, but automatically he just opens his mouth like Again, like he's so, tra like he's so far gone that the, he knows what's up. Yeah, it's like he knows what they're about to do, and he's like, "Yep, this is this is what life is." By the way, I also love how he looks kind of Weapon Xy there. A little bit, you're right. Oh, he's got that vibe a little bit because he's got the one eye covered. You yep, know. yep. A little, a little nod to uh, Wolverine. <laughs> I love that line. Oh my gosh, computer chips. Tiny little computer chips. It's Skynet. You know, that we could have used <laughs> earlier for the thumb drive. Right. Like, okay, so a lot of like I know there's like there there are surprisingly few plot holes in this movie. Sure. But it's all just like it's more like movie bullshit, right? Where it's yeah. like Oh, your tech only occasionally is traceable in this movie when it needs to be for the plot. But that's like, that's just movie shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the, uh, the Russo brothers were, I think when they were like, oh, God, we got to honest trailer proof this thing. They were like, okay, the fact is this movie only takes place in the course of like three days. So they simply just didn't have time to get all the assets. Like, say, you know, uh, calling all of the Avengers. You know, in general, I feel like I hate 
that everyone's like, why don't they just call the Avengers? I'm like, dude, because these guys are, they're all, I feel like the whole point of the Avengers is that we're like, well, occasionally we need to team up. Like, that's sort of the story. It's like, oh, we can work together. That's cool. Well, see you later next time there's a huge threat. And then. <laughs> see, I think it's the fact that, you know, hi, uh, the, the Avengers didn't assemble when, uh, you know, Iron Man was being threatened by a very real terrorist that, that was, t like, tr coming sure. to destroy America. Then we have Hydra with uh, um, infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. also trying to take over the world. Uh, and then, you know, but but when there might be a Hydra base somewhere deep in the forest, all the Avengers go up into their business. And it's like, like, that's the logic where people have. But I just like to point out that, you know, like, dude, they didn't even know that Hydra was still even a thing until this movie. And now that Steve Rogers has had the time to breathe, he's like, hey, Avengers, we got to fight what's lovers left of the shield. Let's go get him. You oh, know? yeah. And whereas Tony Stark, well, he was just kind of blown. That was just kind of a um, off uh, thrown right at him. Uh, and plus, you know, Thor was off world and God knows where Banner was. But who cares? Right. <clears throat> But, oh, yeah, speaking of uh, a flashback. another flashback, like, we were like, oh, shit, we wish we had another flashback so we can recognize I him. Here it is. Imagine if they had done this scene earlier, though. Yeah, but it, it, it does fit. It does fit here, for sure. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but, like, imagine if we had maybe a part of that scene in the scene where he's reminiscing about Bucky. In the Smithsonian, yeah. Exactly. Or maybe just another quick cutaway of any other moment of their relationship, even if it's just a call, a toss to a scene from Cap 1. Yeah. Would have been nice. Mm -hmm, I but... do like how many bridges are in this movie. There's a lot of <laughs> Cap on bridges in this. Oh, fucking love this. And here this he is. so happy because I love the stealth suit and everything. Oh, here's our boy. Yeah. Stanathan Lee. <laughs> Don't worry, Stan. You'll be you'll be doing this for just a few more years. And yeah, we got our cap suit back. The the OG cap suit. That suit looks so good, and it was almost like it's funny them doing that. Felt like such an f you to everybody that had done. That you know commented on how bad the first Avengers suit is, Fuck which is terrible. Them. I can't Are imagine. You me? <laughs> I legitimately don't understand how they thought they could get away with the look of that. I know, seriously, because like when I saw the photo stills of the first Avenger costume, I'm like, oh shit, that is cool. The wing, they're doing the wings on the side of his head, but they're painted like old World War Two. Uh, uh, paint that they did on their helmets, like you know, for like, sure, the, such uh, the, a good the, idea. The clover, like that's brilliant brilliant right. and the fact that the uh, the the stripes on his uh on his stomach are actually functional straps i'm like dude <laughs> like yeah there's a lot of great again i bet joe johnston designed that suit he i guarantee he designed that suit he definitely had huge oh. huge things into it for uh, sure huge. danny putty from um from uh yeah. the russo brothers where they got their start what was yep. the show um community yes that's right there's a lot of community people yeah, in their Marvel movies, too. Like, uh, what's her name in Endgame? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I've only <laughs> I don't remember the names, like, but I totally know what you're talking about, and they're right. all, and I'm sure they're all wonderful people, super happy to be in a Marvel movie. Uh yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being like, like, all right, we need someone for the Asian delegation. Hey, you think we can get that guy from the Dark Knight? Dude, I don't <laughs> care if I'm just there to carry a bucket of water. I am. Right. You're that guy there. on the left with the briefcase. There, you're like up, stand and look at the ceiling, like you're listening to a PA address. Wow, Dude, I don't even have to be in camera. Just the fact that I get to work on one, oh, that'd be fucking amazing. Well, start kissing those asses for PA stuff, dude. Just start doing. I'm telling you, it'll all come around. That's yeah, how yeah. my life worked out. Yeah, as soon as go soon do as your the... little short action scene, right? Like a two pager. <laughs> there you Shoot go. Shoot something clever and get it out there, and then get people to back you up. And be like, this is what I can do. Exactly. I'm telling you, it'll change your life, bro. Yeah, just got the you time know. right now. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. Well, I mean, I can't find a job right now. Considering That's what I'm saying. Co- so you yeah. got like, so I'm telling you, you got to build your own empire. I believe in you, Tim. I'm just. <laughs> this is my moment of inspiration for the oh, show. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Look at this. This is. Uh, these are the uh, federal government forces getting sent out to cities around the country right now oh, to fuck. handle people protesting. Yep. It's all Hydra's fault. That's that's what's going on in in our world today. That just gave me an idea of what I need to cut together with this scene when, when we're done. Oh, my God. You're total. I, I see where you're going with this with Cat's speech here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come on. It's it's Cap. It's off the top of his head. He knows what he's he knows what's up. He, oh, he's like sure the he master of that shit, man. Classic Cap. Oh, snap. I do love this, like, mousy little intern that. Uh, Frank Grillo just totally intimidates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I will put a bullet in your head, you soft little bitch. <laughs> Although I almost wish that they had the guts to go full Air Force One. Remember that really great scene uh, where they're taking over the uh, the cockpit? And the pilots are like, whatever happens, you, this, you land this aircraft. Is that understood, gentlemen? And when they break in, they literally just say no, and they get shot, and blood comes out of the, wo- the wound. <laughs> Can you imagine how fucking amazing if they actually had the balls to do that? Oh, for sure. That would have been amazing. For sure. Damn. I love this scene. And she's like, all right, I'll get shot at. I got this. Standoff time. Oh God! That was actually oh, a really good catch. Away. Yeah. Everybody's a terrible shot in here. Know, Literally, right? no one got shot in that room. <laughs> Jeez, what? What the hell were all those that that the years of training for, man? Like, come right? on. <laughs> Great water effects there, by the way. Yeah. Silly thing to maybe notice, but. I would have really liked to see this thing, um, like the helicarrier, shoot some stuff. That was like one of the only little like minor. Yeah, that we here. didn't actually get to really. I mean, they do shoot each other, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. It would have been like it would have been kind of cool to see it go kind of wrong at least briefly, because they were almost there. We almost get it. Cap saves the yeah, day. Well, you know, there might. I always love those moments where you get like a little bit of like, oh no, this shit's for real. There might be something in the future, because as you remember from like 
the ending of uh, uh, Far From Home. Like, they kind of tease space. Like, uh, uh, Nick Fury's been out in space with all these ships and whatnot. Right. With the crawls. Maybe there's going to be a space version of the Helicarrier with That'd these weapons. Well, yeah, wouldn't Sword have one of those? Isn't that what they're... I guess so. What they call it the Lance or whatever? They're big shit. They have, like, the space Helicarrier, pretty much. I keep waiting for Sword to get introduced. But I also kind of wonder now if that's where Nick Fury was with the scroll in the first place. Probably, I would. That could have been a cool little. Well, and you know they could just retcon it. They'd be like, oh yeah, exactly. That was, that was the beginning of the sword. They they only showed you the one little bit, so it's open. And that's what they're really clever about is leaving just enough open to be like, okay, what do we choose it as? Yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ. I love he's just dictating, like, voice messages here. Yep. Oh, Renata, I'm going to have to shoot you again. All with a glass of champagne. Yeah. Got to have that level of Bond villain class. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) I'm classy, and I'm unfazed by all of the craziness (laughs) right now. The only thing that he's missing is a giant uh, chair with a frickin' joystick. Oh, for sure. That's so funny. <laughs> and sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh snap. What? This lady knows martial arts? <clears throat> kind of in a Black Widow way? Yeah, right. It has Black <laughs> Widow hair, kind of. Oh, look, it's the Mission Impossible mash, mask, but not the Mission Impossible mask. Right, and they like, <laughs> and also she did, they didn't even do anything. It was probably just like a morph cut kind of yeah. thing where she moved her <laughs> in her face. Yep, just, that's literally her just taking off a green screen mesh. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, shit. Yeah, Although you would like... think that they probably would have used that earlier in the movie, but I guess it wasn't until Nick Fury actually got attacked. They're like, oh, shit, something's going down. It always made me think of Hank McCoy's image transducers from the X-Men comics where he would be like, I'm a human now. I can walk out in public. Yeah. I just have crazy gorilla-like features. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, with Nightcrawler as well. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like, oh, you're just a guy now with a tail. <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, 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 Kirk, uh, I, like, I, you're cool and all, but why do you always like hold your two fingers together like you're saluting in Star Trek? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like constantly gripping thing. Like it was like huge Ninja Turtles fan. <laughs> but this this whole again, this Jesus. is a great action sequence. Everything's cut well. One of one of the things I really like about the way the Russo shoot action is, and I think it's probably a testament really to both the stunt people on this, but also probably to Chris Evans, who I feel like probably does as much of his action scenes and stunts as they're willing to let him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And not just Evans, but everybody, because, like, a lot of the shots are shot pretty wide. There's not a ton of cuts. Like, there's a lot of cuts, right, because it's an action movie, and that's how you drive Mm -hmm. excitement and speed and shit. But, like, you know what I mean? If you're watching those scenes, like, all the big the uh, jump kicks are all, like, wide shots, and you can see everything that's going on, and there's, like, you know, I I feel like there's a pretty decent sense of the overall geography of the lo- every location that they've yes. been in so yes. far. Yes, that's that's the other thing they're really good at is maintaining the space and not being disoriented where you exactly. don't know where you are. Right. 
I also, uh, I love that they were like, okay, we got a few of these. And, uh, but I always thought it was, it cracked me up. And it always cracks me up in these movies where it's like, I wonder if they really would build in that kind of redundancy where you'd have to put all three chips in. Yeah. But you know that as soon as one went in, some th- alarm went off. Yeah, but you would think that, wouldn't you? That's what I'm. I'm going to do a short one day about the people that just work on the Marvel. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the grunts that work on the Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Do, just kind of uh, shooting. Yeah, we got something coming in. Uh, no, no, no. Tractor beam seems fine. We tested it yesterday. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, we got to shoot that like almost Kevin Smith style. <laughs> like, I feel <laughs> like that would totally be the right tone for something like <laughs> mundane and funny as that for sure like super simple yeah oh man kevin smith pre-weed kevin smith preferably i don't mind his post weed i just wish that he wouldn't work on weed like i saw yoga i like i saw yoga hosers and i'm like oh kev dude like he was one of those dudes when i was 18 i loved and then I like yeah, it. Was Did like, you see his reboot though? Nah, dude, I, I watched the trailer and I it like I was just like, oh god. It was that thing where it was that was a great kill. Yeah, that was I cool. had that moment with the trailer where I was like, oh, this is twofold. I was cringing because I was like, I don't know that this looks good. And then also I was like, oh, I hate 18-year-old Mark Borison really bad <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, one of the things I wish in tech that would happen is way more of this shit on glass. Imagine yeah. how cool smart glass windows would, like that would be in an office. There is actually a thing that you can do to do that. It's kind oh, of, cool. yeah, well, you can't, you have to like, you know, set it up properly and you can't move the thing at all, but it is a fully interactive glass. Uh, That's and sweet. it's based off, uh, based off of the, uh, uh, the Xbox interactive camera. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, the the Kinect or whatever they called it? Yep. My fiancé's brother is kind of a mad tech genius. Uh, That's so cool. And he kind of theorized how he would be able to do it. Like, totally he could, and he really wants to. It's just, it would cost, like, you know, somewhere between, like, 1300 and 2000 2500 bucks. Yeah. Crazy. So, but it's cool, because S.H.I.E.L.D. has the money. <laughs> so, this is all totally plausible. Damn. I'm doing like a cursory Google search for smart glass to see if I can find anything cool to share <laughs> with us. But all I'm finding instead is like the smart glass that does the, uh, where it's like clear and then it goes opaque. So you can like, you know. Yeah. Privacy glass. We'll find it in the future. We will eventually. We'll figure it out. Cause I love that this is all money based here. By the way, he's like, it'll take twenty million dollars. I have the courage not to. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, they've they've been saying this many times that this is just a a political thriller um, disguised as a a superhero movie. But I do love this moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> like that, I, the setup for that eye was like one of the only things I liked about Captain Marvel. <laughs> really? Because I actually thought that was kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm like, 
It's funny. Well, yeah, like it, it, I remember thinking the whole movie that I just did not have fun with it. So I think that was like fine. I was like, okay, now I understand this movie right in the last six minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was all for a setup origin story of Nick Fury's eye. Yeah, exactly. I honestly would have rather seen that. The way they shot that those last couple shots of Cap 2 yeah. are so badass. Right. And I do love this little banter here. Like, okay, we're just walking now, right? <laughs> I had a big breakfast. Oh, and that's awesome, too. Oh, dude, like, just yank him by the wings? Like, yeah. that's just... As far as superheroes go, uh, that's hitting below the belt. Yeah. Oof. And I really don't remember how he gets out of this one, but I remember being like, oh, fuck, dude. Does he have a shoot just? Yeah. Oof. That he, he should have been, been dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, funny how cognizant of a lot of like action things they are in this, and then every so often you'll have like a little moment like that where you're like, I'm dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, okay, that's where you're like, you got to call bullshit on that. But yeah, it's okay because movie, but but it's okay because movie. Uh, it's right. Kinda exactly. like when, it's kind of like when Iron We're Man. We're nitpicking for the sake of a oh, yeah, show. You know exactly. I mean? But it's like when Iron Man escapes from his cave and he just, and he just lands in the sand after falling like a, like a thousand feet. And oh, plummets for, yeah. into the sand at like a thousand miles an hour. Like, You're like that would dead. that sand would have been like cement. Yep. That that no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Direct like you just hear ah thump. Directed by John Favreau. <laughs> this set is so cool too. Right, and and you know what's really cool is they actually built a good majority of it. Like, yeah, a lot. I'm of willing to bet the whole room is real and it's a keyed in background. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Because like, and if you look at the way the the grading on the windows is, I almost wonder how much is tweaked on the top half too. Because if you look, it's just sort of like color. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's such a cool. And again, one of those cool things about the Marvel movies in general is that there is a lot of special effects. But they really do build a lot of good sets, whereas I think a lot of other movies would totally fake that. Yeah. I love that little flex right. on the too, where that it was like cool. wiggles. Punch me in my shield. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yep. I still kind of wish that they wouldn't. Be, I mean, it, it, again, this is like a super minor nitpick, but my only yeah. issue is with the editing is they tend to overcut a little bit. Like, they have to cut on almost every single hit. Oh, for sure. And I wonder how much, again, it's like that thing where, you know, because we're watching big budget things, look, we know that this is a lot, the Russo Brothers vision, but I guarantee, even though them, they would never say it because I get it, I love paychecks too. So yeah. I'm yeah. never going to be like, my boss doesn't let me do everything I want. But you know there's some, there's got to be a few mandates. Disney, of course, since they own it, there's probably a ton of stuff yeah. that they mandate. And I would not be surprised to find out that there is 
a like good some amount of stuff where they're like, all right, action sequences need to be cut like this. We expect an average shot length of this because our marketing team found that audiences only have this long of an attention span, and this is what they need to focus on. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like those exactly. We can't – you can't go full Jackie Chan, man. <laughs> right. Uh, here's food for thought. Arnim Zola makes uh, – what's his name here? Badass, the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. But by the way, the Winter Soldier overpowers, outmaneuvers, outperforms Cap Ooh. almost every time until Cap luckily gets the drop on him. So does that mean, mean the Arnim Zola version of the, uh, of the Super Soldier, whatever he did for Super Soldier, does that mean he did a better job than Abraham Erskine? That, you know... When you put it that way, <laughs> it's like one of those nerd questions, right? That's when a question you put it that to. way, uh, that you know what you could argue that yes, the answer is yes, right? Oh, I love this the uh, the cut coming up. It's a real Marvel moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know how much of that fight scene there is. If that was like. If they're like, wouldn't that be cool? We just cut on the first strike. Yeah, you know, and, and if it was one of those, like, all right, like instead of having like a, uh, um, just like even a, like uh, when you pop, uh, push pause. Did you shoot him um, in the ass? No, no if... in the leg. Yeah, he shot him in America's ass. Oh, you did not. Uh, oh hell, no, you didn't. See, Bucky <laughs> is out here. Just taking pot. Oh yeah, it's his the back flank. It looked way closer to ass in the previous <laughs> shot. I call bullshit. You Stan Lee would have never mark. let that slide. Jack Kirby shot superheroes in the ass himself. Mark, are you just like trying to call more attention to Cap's ass, dude? All I'm trying to see is America's. Ass. <laughs> They do. It's, it is always funny to me, though, that they I would almost argue that there is, in, in, at least in the Cap movies, there's always like an equal amount of focus on his ass as there is on yep. Natasha's. Mel, Matthew Ellis. OK, let's see some of the targets. Michael Linden or whoever that is. I have no idea. I bet it's all just like P.A.s and stuff. Eduardo. There's Tony Stark on that yep. one. I saw I thought I saw Betty Ross. There's someone I'd like to see come back to the Marvel Universe. Liv Tyler, like Liv right? Tyler. Yeah. And she's just like, I, did she just quit acting? I don't know. I think they Because she really hasn't done anything since that. Honestly, I think they... Well, in addition, I think that Marvel just kind of silently said, yeah, that movie didn't happen. I mean, it Which happened. is a bummer, too, because I actually... It has the same structure as the rest of the movies. I There is every so often those moments where I'm like, wait, why are we not forgiving of that movie, but we're forgiving of literally the rest of the franchise? I know. Because right? I feel like they lobby the same complaint. It's, again, it's kind of my Thor you, the Dark World thing. Where actually, I'm like, you know what I think it is? I think yeah. Disney's just really mad at Edward Norton for like taking over their shit. <laughs> Sorry, I just my pop filter just you're, you're, you can already hear it. You're it just fine. Popped off. I'll speak to the side so I can fi finish this thought. I uh, I love Ed Norton as Hulk. I like that movie a lot. I think they set up a lot of cool stuff. I would love to see Abomination. I'd love to see they set up the leader. Yeah, see him show up. T Tim you know, Blake we get a Nelson. bunch of uh, you know Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. So I'm like, bring back Betty. Doesn't matter. But I guess they wanted to make. I always thought the Natasha Bruce romance didn't really make a ton of sense to me, but. Um, you know, it's fine. But yeah. I'm like, oh, he had Betty. What's up with Betty? 
I don't know, man. But I, I was like, yeah, the, when you mentioned the leader, I'm like, fuck, we could have had the leader in the movie. Because they were setting that shit up, man, with Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, I would have loved see, to see and that. And he's a great actor and an oh, interesting yeah, performer dude. general. And he's a good writer and director himself. So, yeah. Like, Did you see him I, on know, Watchmen? But, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Wonderful. Fucking amazing. Like, he was... I, uh, I think you're right about Marvel being mad at him for uh, Ed, Ed Norton. Yeah, because he totally came in and rewrote the script and credited as himself, but not himself. Like, you know what was... sucks too is that he's a good writer, and I bet whatever he wrote was good. <laughs> I know, right? I, I don't know if you've seen. He was in some roast. I think it was the, one of the, the maybe the roast of Bruce Willis or something. But he made a joke about that relatively recently, where he was like, "You know, it sucked, and I lost like the biggest role of my career because." It was terrible of me to want to make an actually good Hulk movie, <laughs> but I digress. And I was like, damn. Because apparently they cut like an hour out of that. I know we've totally gotten off trap, trap uh, off topic here because this is just a big action scene and nobody ever says that. Much. We never have anything that interesting to say. Over action. No. Like, yeah, that's cool. The effects team really killed it here. You know, speaking of killed it, that was good timing. I do like his last line, Hail Hydra. Oh, so so cool. Yeah. Can you imagine being that indoctrinated to anything you believed in? Uh, nothing that's institutionalized. I believe in more in base ideals that are applicable <laughs> to all. All that money that they spent on those helicarrier years just gone. Can you imagine? Didn't he say it was like... Oh, wait, no, he would have lost way more than that. There's no way that those cost less than hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds, uh, billions of dollars. Probably. I mean, dude, like, when you hear about, like, a, uh, uh, like, the, the, uh, the stealth bombers going down, that's, like, a seven and a half million dollar piece of equipment. Can you imagine that? I mean, you can, can only you imagine, imagine being the guy the... that, like, has to wreck it. You know oh, I mean? geez, No. Because you know they're going to take that out of your pay cut. For sure. Fuck. So how the hell did Frank Griller survive that? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah it, and he even makes a joke about it. He's like, yeah, you dropped a building on me at the beginning of Civil War. I always, like, yeah, there's a couple of those times where I'm like, I, you know, the, uh, again, I'm almost having action overload, and you can kind of tell because we haven't really said <laughs> action sequences here, but we're like, yes. did Sam really need to do this part? You know what I mean? He's already, oof. Yes, I he mean, did. It, that's close and tense. Don't get me wrong. But always funny to me. <laughs> Still, that is an amazing... It's, it's actually kind of amazing he just didn't accidentally, like, jump right into the helicopter blades. Right. Oh yes, yeah, so, and Sam and Samuel Jackson there flipping the uh, the helicopter just just enough. And he, he, I, I just thinking about the alternate version where the where uh <laughs> where he falls into the uh, the helicopter blades, and Sam Jackson just looks at Natasha and just like no one needs to know. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Oh man, Dude. he's still like I love in the face of death. He's still like I'm gonna kill you, Rogers. I'm gonna kill you so hard, man. Seeing all these cool helicarriers though just keeps reminding me. I just picked up recently the Iron Man VR game they just came out for. Oh, PlayStation Dude. VR. How it's, is it? It's 
pretty good. Well, like some levels are way better than others. I would say that I was way, way more excited before I bought it. Not that it's a bad game or anything like that. But uh, it's definitely kind of a lot of the same thing. Like, it's. I think they tried to make too long of a game, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So and like, then by making it like 10, 11 hours, it probably should have been like four or five. Okay. So it's like a, a few too many repetitive missions. But, dude, like, you use the controllers like as Tony's hands. Oh, so you cool. fly around by pointing your hands in the direct. You know what I mean? Just like he flies. Sweet. And so the controls are awesome. It's really immersive. But That's cool. Oh. Uh. Yeah, again, he's got to uh, choose. Bucky's better just kiss, than Cap. You, just kiss you cowards. Dude, can you imagine if they shipped them? That would have been great. Oh, come on. The fucking in- the whole internet ships them. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. That's like the, the you know, that's like a part of fan culture I just don't really understand. I do to an extent. Like I'm not I think I've just never been I'm very much I think maybe my love of the creator is too strong. Does that make sense? No, that makes Where perfect like, sense. That's their vision. I'm on board. I might I might hate some stuff and be like I'd do it differently, but for whatever reason emotional relationships, I never get I never get too upset about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off on that. No, no, it's okay cuz like I just, you know, most of the time I just see it as, you know, uh uh ironic camp if you will like it's right it's kind of fun and stupid in that way to see just how people uh, prioritize i guess uh but yeah it's a lot of fun oh for sure oh you know actually i just remembered something so we mentioned that it's awesome that captain america is back in his old uniform oh yeah um but dude he just got shot in it do you know how pissed the smithsonian's gonna be (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, oh. Although, you know, it's actually even funnier, though, now that I, I just remembered. He's like um, a felon. Well, I am. for stealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also, like, into not only am I into, like, props, and co- uh, but I'm also into costumes because, you know, I do cosplay. Uh, and uh, I actually found out that the one that he steals from the Smithsonian is actually slightly different than the one from First Avenger. It's not technically the same uniform really yeah biggest way you can some trick yeah well there's a big the biggest way you can tell Mm -hmm. is in the uh i love the fact that he's listening to marvin marvin gay's trouble man great album by the way um but the way you can tell on the suit is in the original first avenger he's got the uh the 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 uh, the 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 striped on his on his stomach uh the that uh, the or the straps that make the uh, the stripes, there are two, in the uh, the old one, um, which are just the the two red straps on his stomach. In this one, he actually has a middle red stripe. Really? Yeah, yeah. Little detail. Sorry, I look for that. It's a good thing that Jerry. Uh, oh, Gary Shandling back again, baby. Yep. It's a good thing his character got got arrested because sadly he was never going to be able to show up. He he fell in the great 2016 celebrity purge. That's right. I remember people were mad about that. I had a really po- I had a pretty decently popular video about that where I did this piece that was like 2016 didn't suck, just you did. And I uh, I had this whole sequence where I was like. Oh, you think a lot of people died this year? Let me look at the last ten years. I did this like whole sequence. Yep. Like when 20- I listed all the celebrities that died in the few years. It just felt like popular ones that year. Honestly, 2016 was 
outside of this year was probably the worst I'd seen for not uh, just me personally. All kinds of reasons. But yeah, the, 2016 sucked, and I honestly thought that was probably going to be the worst, but 2020 just said, hold my beer. <laughs> This is a great scene. And yeah. I also love, by the way, that actor there. I'm pretty sure. Is, is that. Uh, let me see who that actor is. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He, uh, I've, I've seen him in so many other bit parts. Like, uh, I wish I could remember more bit part names because I feel like that's the more likely person you're wound up to meeting when you're trying to break into the industry, you know? Yeah. He's definitely just one of those recognizable character actors. Yep. I'm, you can probably hear me typing. I'm like, American <laughs> Winter Soldier, to, IMDb. Yes, trying to, I love it. to the almighty. She just dropped a bomb and walked off, by the way. She got her scene. Yep. You are consulting the almighty Google. Yeah. <laughs> this scene was super badass, too, with Sammy right, J. I love the way it shot. It's one of the nicest laid out shots in all the Marvel movies. I think he looks super cool there with the sunglasses on yep. and like a little disheveled. And the fact that he Great burns work the eye that. patch, man, that was cool. And then, of course, oh, this sure. wonderful, wonderful little Easter egg. The path of yeah. the righteous man. Yeah, right. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. That was so cool. I'm trying to find that dude in the cast. It's going to drive me nuts now. I really wonder if Samuel L. Jackson does, like, personally carry a replica of Bad Motherfucker wallet. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I mean, well, I'm not that big of a Tarantino fan. Like, I have a real respect for his body of work and who he is. I just can't stand his fan base. I sure. really hate his fans. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's, like, when you go to film school, you always meet that one fucking film student that's like, I'm going to make an homage to this. And I'm like fuck off you Tarantino wannabe and make right. something your own already. Yeah. Which couldn't we lobby that at him? I know, uh, right? No, I, I, I hate to be that guy too. Cause then <laughs> I feel like that's the other guy that went to film school is like, uh, Tarantino isn't an homage or is he just a ripoff or is he just plagiarizing? I'm like, listen, once upon a time in Hollywood was great. So yeah, I won't, I won't deny that his <laughs> movies really are quite fantastic no but i I feel the same way dude i totally get it it's like it's he's like the popular filmmaker for the general audience in a weird way hey he's he's marvel before marvel (laughs) you know what i mean yeah it's like it was like that thing where it's like oh the new tarantino movie i don't think people talked about kubrick that way you know no kubrick had had a different layer because his movies had to age and cold yeah and they all the shit's like really emotionally cold i feel like that's tough for audiences to hang on to yep and I love how this right here is the last shot of the movie. Yeah. So it, when do we start? It reminds me a little bit of the uh, of the bit in Avengers 2 where he's just like, Avengers, uh, and, yeah, and it cuts off. They do a bunch of those cool cuts. The credit sequence I, I thought was really cool in this, too. I love the yeah. use of color and the little the black and animations. white. Alan the, Fine, baby. The real stark black and white. And we have yeah. the two stark, sides you of the say, coin. you yeah, it's great. That's a yep. great movie. Love yep. it. Love to see it. I hope Turn everybody down. that watched this enjoyed what we had to say. Give us some pointers, too, if you want. I don't oh, know yeah, if totally. it welcome that. But if you want anything done differently in the future. Well, now that we've like actually seen it, um, 
Well, how? Because this is the first time I've watched it in a significantly long time. Yeah. Uh, how how how's it aged for you? Oh, I thought it aged great. I like still. I'm like kind of doing that thing that was like, Sh- oh, shit. I kind of want to watch this with sound now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have. I am watching on sound. The only reason why uh, uh, we you just uh, have it separate. Yeah, the only reason why we don't have the sound on the actual podcast because we really don't want you know the mouse being like, oh, give us money. For sure. I don't have For enough sure. of it. I'm just overflowing with money. I'd flip you off yeah. if I had a middle finger. <laughs> That's so. I mean, yeah, I'm looking through the trivia right now. And yeah, there it is. She's so crazy. We changed her face and muscle structure and all those things that happen when you age. That's a great effect. Yep. Oh wow. Love, love the little computer thing for. Toby we got Jones. a couple post-credit scenes of this one too. Yep. I don't remember which ones are in this. Uh, we got one coming up, and that's the S- one. Don't where... spoil me so that I remember. So I, oh, okay, I want to have okay. that surprise a little bit. <laughs> All right, it's cool. And Robert Redford, man, like that's that's Mad Men shit right there for sure. Anthony Mackie described the film as Avengers 1.5. Here we go, the first one. Here we go. Oh, it's dude, the uh, Thomas Kretschmann here, great actor, by the way. Yes. Uh, who the hell was he playing? Is he the uh, Baron uh, von Strucker? That's right. Uh, I was so mad how they did him ultimately in these movies. Yeah, because like he's a great actor that I'm like, oh, it would have been nice. Every time they get like a really killer actor, that character definitely dies way sooner than they should, or is just really characterized as kind of stupid. Like right. with Iron Man three, when they got Osama bin Kingsley. For the Mandarin, like that right. was amazing, and they just shat all over it. <laughs> and I'm like, that why? So oh yeah, for sure, dude. You know, I had that weird thing where I kind of like some of that too. I know, Hate right? To be that guy. Oh man, they didn't think that this would be popular outside of the U.S. It turns out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. This is the reveal of when oh. they were like the miracles. Because they couldn't and, say the word mutant. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, like, they are so trying hard to get Fox to cave and give them the X-Men, but they're just going to... Tr- they are trying. They are on literally the cusp here. Oh, you know they're doing something with it behind the scenes right now, and they've got a basic plan for oh, they're, they Oh, they're trying it. for it. I mean, they're If still I don't get my way it. in as an actor, but I get in as a director in the industry, that's where... That's my dream project. Well, I'm like... I can handle this. Well, you know what? I'm sure <laughs> you would be much better at a first-time directing job on an X-Men film, infinitely more so than the guy whose first job was directing X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, man, can you imagine that? Well, he was a writer first, right? I mean, yeah. these, are all, these are all people that have clearly proven their worth. I'm nobody. But at the same time, I would imagine in a weird way, I bet – the Marvel productions are easy for someone to get it because like the people that did uh, Captain Marvel, for example, were like indie people. Yeah. And then they, they had literally had never done anything that to that scale at all. And mm-hmm. I, I, cause I really truly believe to a certain extent it's more about, okay. Oh, cool. The shield interrogators one and two, those were the script writers. Oh yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, I that's just right. noticed that in the credits. Um, Oh, Gary Sinise was narrating it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. I forgot about that. Lieutenant Dane. Yeah, whatever happened to him, too? There's a lot of these dudes who are just like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put an afternoon of work in the voice. Yeah, sure, why not? Don't get me paid. <laughs> yeah, right? It's so crazy. Oh, we got I'm trying to remember these. what the second, the, uh, second credits are. 
Uh, oh. But it's okay. Remember, you can't tell me. Is it That's, better than the first one? I actually forget right off the top of my head. I'm what thinking, the second one is perfect. Yeah. So we'll 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 go into this into the dark together. It'll be fun. But uh, oh, I didn't hear. Here's an Easter egg that we missed tonight that we didn't hear. Uh, Black Widow mentions Department H, and that's uh, the people that ran Weapon X. That's right. Yeah. They so they were they were setting they are setting seeds. You know for they X-Men. you know they just dropped hints every so often for this stuff. There, and at some point it's gonna be cool. Again, it's I have a pretty sh- I have I have like a nice beat sheet for my my X Men script idea. And like every so often <laughs> I'll come back to it and put some notes and update some stuff. I've got a couple really cool sequences I always wanted to do. Right. I on. also have one of the I think the ending for it is such a clever idea. I'll tell you after the show is done Fuck that yeah. I think you'd love it. Fuck I don't yeah. really. I, I won't give you all the details because I, you know, obviously something. You listen in Hollywood when you, whenever the fuck yeah, you decide to. Open... Listen, I'll work really cheap, guys. I just want my name in it, and I'd like a part of some sort. It doesn't have to be a big part, but yeah, I'm just part dude, of this just universe, give him okay? fifty dollars and a pen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they don't think, and they know, like you know what I mean. Like, come take a shot. Listen, the, your producers will make sure that I'm not. I'm just screaming at actors all the time. Yeah, exactly. The emotions I want, and then you know what? I'm a leader okay disney i know what i'm doing <laughs> exactly i just kind of wish days, uh, i just kind of wish like i could go back in time like uh back into like 2009 or something like that mm-hmm. and uh go to warner brothers and pitch them my idea for a superman trilogy because oh, can you imagine can you imagine being able to do that in the early 2000s before <sighs> brian singer ruined your chances to do that yeah although you know what's crazy uh also I'm... can you imagine brian singer <laughs> fred you know, you know, it's preying on you at that age. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a piece of shit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to make light of that because you know he has actual victims and stuff. Yeah, God, I hate that guy. Uh, it's, mm, I have mixed feelings about him, but but either yeah. way, it's just that I thought it would have been hilarious that Superman could have been my gateway into becoming a PA because the weird part was. Um, Man of Steel was being shot in Plano, Illinois, where the, that was the place where they were doing smallville downtown smallville like the big uh battle sequence with zod and the army that yep. was being shot less than 10 minutes away from my house oh my gosh so when i was in high school i was just like dude i should just buy like an orange vest and just walk onto the show and be like okay what do you need me to do <laughs> like, would have been a smart idea it would have been but i feel like you know some union guy would have been like who the fuck are you, kid? Like, get yeah. that. Well, you never know. At that level, you're like, hey, I, you just got to show up with coffee and donuts and the vest. Yeah. Okay, that's what I should have done. I should have gotten coffee for everybody. Like, just steal my mom's credit card. <laughs> just <laughs> get coffee and donuts for the entire There you go, for the crew. crew. See, you figured it out. Ah, uh, I should have done it. I should have. I'm telling you, and just you know what? no it, more shouldas in your life story. Just start yeah. doing, and you'll watch everything change. Yeah, I guess I just I, I I I was a little afraid of the stigma that I probably would have legitimately gotten arrested. But to be fair, looking back, that would have been an amazing story to tell. <laughs> it probably would have changed your life. Probably, and maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. Maybe I would have called, like, got to that one PA who's or that one union uh, key grip, the one of the cool teamsters. And he's like, "I really appreciate the balls you have, kid. Right? We gotta like say get off. Like, we gotta like you know slap you on the wrist for this one just as a courtesy thing. Yeah, but." Here's my card down the line. 
like come out to la we'll give you work okay here we go there's the post credit oh that's right it's where uh bucky goes back to the smithsonian to to learn about himself that's kind of funny yeah oh shit like the look that he gives and i love that all of this is done in just one shot yeah although i wonder if that was a little edit there the turn possibly one of the pillars looked i mean if it was if it wasn't i could see it being both ways yeah yeah that's right this is just a simple little but it's but uh it's designed to look like one shot right which for sure you still want to be that's really appreciative and it actually reminds me of the uh, the 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 teaser uh, will return in avengers age of ultron um but it reminded me of uh the post-credit scene in um infinity war where it's maria hill and nick fury and they get dusted off when you actually go back and watch that that all is one take when when they or when they um or at least it's it's like a cut of them like behind like the cameras in the back seat and it's looking forward on the back of their heads but as soon as they get out of the car it's all just one shot and you totally forget it because the cameras keeps on moving and i really wish they'd do more shots like that because I love those shots where you just link everything together because not only is it more visually interesting, but it also saves a shitload of time on set, you know? Cause oh, yeah. You're doing all these shot setups that you could potentially do, and you just do it all in one go. Like, you just do a couple rehearsals for the actors, the lighting, the camera, and all that stuff. You do a couple of takes, and then boom, you're done. You move on to the next thing. Because you know, when you're working in Hollywood, time is fucking money, man. Oh, for sure. Like, dude. Shit, even when you're not working in Hollywood, time is money. Oh, no, dude, yeah, no matter what. Like, time is money everywhere you go. Especially especially now that no one fucking has money and Bezos pretty much has everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, that was Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, still aged pretty good for you? Because it's aged phenomenally now that I've seen it. Cause especially... Yeah, I feel... I really feel like it did a great job. I think it did everything I wanted. Um, it, you know what I mean. It was like a. Mm-hmm. I I am just trying to think of what I like. I'm I've been sitting here. Sorry, I was still like looking at notes. <laughs> I was kind of half making throughout it. No, I uh, I no, I thought it aged great. I thought all the action really holds up. Again, for being a six year old movie, you it's kind of timeless. And one of the smart things Marvel's done here is that. You know, all the things that we kind of gave it a hard time for earlier where you're like, oh, I'd have liked to see a little bit more like artistic vision here. Right? I'd love to see some creative light or creative shots, all this stuff. The one nice thing is that there is a bit of, I mean, a bit, I'm being nice. Yeah. There's a ton of visual sameness, right, yeah. throughout the whole franchise. Well, and so because yeah. of that, even though different directors are on it, it's A, made them all fit together, right? So you mm-hmm. could like watch two movies back to back and you're like, yeah, there's definitely some little flourishes here and there are different. Mm-hmm that suit the story and the characters, but it doesn't feel like such a wild swing. Like, you know, if we watch Guardians, it's not shot any crazier than this. No. And the characters are still relatable characters. They just look weird, right? Yeah. Uh, And so I think a smart thing Marvel's done is do that because this is going to kind of be timeless now. Yeah. Because it's like this implacable future that doesn't exist. There's enough tech that's like, you know, it's going to take 100 years for us to catch up to some of this shit, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's saying that right thing. I yeah I love this movie man it's definitely one of my more favorites and I have I it's funny as a Marvel fan I haven't really I haven't really rewatched as many videos as I thought I would have um, <laughs> or movies rather as I yeah. thought I would have but you know this is definitely one I feel like this is my third time seeing because I saw it in the I had a funny story I 
Please I had share. literally just broken up with like one of my last long term relationships right before it was a very weird, awkward end. And uh, but I remember going to see the movie during that time and was just like, oh, I love this. And I, I was really worried that I was going to be like in a weird emotional place and not able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But this may sound even more silly, but in a weird <laughs> way, I kind of tie some of my emotional maturing in life to that experience like and i know it's not they're not connected aside from like coincidental timing yeah but it's like that funny thing where when i think back to this i'm like oh i had like a nice turning point in my life where i like figured out some shit about myself and also saw uh captain america winter soldier that (laughs) weekend that's awesome dude yeah like uh this is definitely my favorite out of phase two which uh i think Honest Trailers was very very smartly called this the uh, the groundbreaking experimental phase. <laughs> it's true. I, this and Guardians to me are top tier from the oh, franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Like, because uh, I mean, it's if I if you really had to uh, like you know just hold me against a wall with a gun to my head and say what's the best uh, Marvel movie, I would probably say either the first Iron Man or Black Panther. One of those two is probably really? the best. Not my favorite, huh. but the best. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I will. So I'll give you Iron Man for sure, right? Because it's like the template, and all yeah. the other movies at yes. the end of the day are just uh, different versions of Iron Man one. I didn't really love Black Panther. Like, oh, and dude, you know, I, I, you know I know, I don't want that to be like a thing where people are like, oh, oh, you just lost so I many, just, so no, many people. You, you want me to be honest with you though? <laughs> no, I, please. In a weird way, I feel like. It feels in a lot of ways that they cheaped down on a lot of it because they didn't think it would be successful. I think there's a lot of corners cut, and I feel like in a weird way, I'm like, it's really weird that you made this movie kind of to be like, yeah, we'll make the first like big budget all, but you know, because there was like Meteor Man that Robert Townsend made back in the day, but like this yeah. is like the first absurd budget, um, uh, all black cast, right? Or you know what I mean? Not all yeah. black, but you know what I mean. And it was a and it was a big deal in this momentous occasion, and I'm almost like. I know it's not my place to have really any feelings on this, but as a as an outsider, my thought the whole time was like, real funny that this is the one that you spent the least amount of money on. It's real funny yeah. that this is the one you cut corners. Why is the CG in this movie so terrible and literally never ever in the Marvel <laughs> franchise aside from Black Panther? And I'm I'm not actually trying to be accusatory, right? Because like. Yeah, but I remember talking to a friend after the movie. He's like, "Man, I thought it was great." And I was like, "You didn't think it was weird that this looks like the cheapest Marvel movie yet?" <laughs> you know, I'm, but uh, again, being nitpicky for the sake. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Like uh, our uh, differences uh, are what will bring us together. Too. Totally. That's what totally. will make the show interesting. We can't love the same ones. No, and no, I'm, we can't. I'm a bit of a hater in general, so I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push my role as the heel heavily throughout the series, <laughs> and be like, "Oh, you love it? Well, listen, I have a few complaints. So I have <laughs> concerns." <laughs> so you're Where's the my bad hear cop. me out button. Yeah, I'm gonna get my James Morlock hear me out button. This is one I always <laughs> threaten for my uh, my co-host on Weekly Hook. Up. We've wanted to get him a hear me out button forever. <laughs> One of these days he'll get it. So nice. But nice. yes. No, dude, this is a great this is a great time. I love watching the movies. It's been fun. I think even doing it remote the way we did is kind of great. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I honestly I really can't wait for uh next month because uh it, I, I really want this to be kind of more of a monthly thing. Let us know in the comments if you're digging it, because uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I don't know about you, cats back home, but I'm certainly digging it. <clears throat> yeah, me too. We should so. see on social. We should see if they will 
give us some suggestions of movies they'd love to see us talk about and have conversations during. Absolutely, dude. And I then we'll still it. just pick what we want to do, but it's the illusion of freedom. <laughs> I'm really just tying it this, into the next This movie. is America, damn it. <laughs> Where you only see? have an illusion yeah. of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, that that got un, unusually dark. <laughs> See, well, I'm here for it. That's why you asked. Me <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, this is gonna wrap up this episode. Uh, you guys can catch uh, catch us next month. Uh, we're actually gonna be doing a a, um, a non yet. No, I, actually, I'll just say that we're doing a non MCU Marvel movie. That's I'm into that's it. what I I'm gonna. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'm, we're gonna do that. Uh, you know what but, I will do? What's that? Here, I, here's how we're gonna gamify this for the audience. Okay. I'm gonna throw in. Let's do a ten dollar gift card. I'll do an Amazon gift card because that seems like a good place. Oh. But if the winner really wants one, so long as I can purchase it online. I will give a $10 gift card to whoever guesses first. Oh, shit. Okay. Listen out there, people. You So you just got it whenever Tim posts, because you're going to post this on the contract page, right? Yes, I'm going to post it on the contract page. It's going to be And on. we'll make sure that the contest rules are way more clear than my shitty offer here, but I just want to <laughs> get people involved in this series early on, and the only way I know how is to buy your affection with a somewhat helpful Amazon gift card. You're listen, I'm poor too, guys. I'm just trying to make you listen to our shit. <laughs> See, see, the like, and, I, and here I thought you actually were the bad cop, but you're actually the bad cop at work, but the really sweethearted, you know, stepdad who gives Here's you an extra thing. five. I'm the misunderstood cop. That's the thing is you think I'm the bad cop because I'm telling you all the shit you don't want to hear about the things you love about yourself. I am the person giving you those harsh truths that in the beginning of the third act, you go, fuck, Mark is always right about everything. <laughs> That's my skill set. And nobody likes that guy at first until it pays off for them, which is why I'm offering a $10 Amazon gift card, or like I said, to a place if you're choosing if I can purchase it online if you guess the movie first. And let's say this to be so make sure you don't have those assholes that are just going to type in literally every fucking movie they've ever heard of. Jurassic Park, you're an idiot, and I, I'm going to take $10 from that person. <laughs> but each person only gets one entry. There so, you go. You know what There's I mean? Whatever you type in. Yeah, and if you edit that shit or delete it, I again I'm gonna take twenty dollars from that person. Meaning I like you less than the person that didn't even follow the We're gonna come to we're gonna like look them up and we're gonna come to them Jay and Silent Bob style. Like, are there you, you Venom Striker two three five? Like, come here, just punch him in the Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good see that I can that's a reference. I I get that reference. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Tim, it's been a pleasure for real. Audience, yes. it's been a pleasure. Yes, and this is uh, we'll we'll be seeing you next month and for hopefully every other month uh, to come because love I having love months you on here. and coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, this has been an episode. You know, of arriving to things. I don't know what everyone's all upset about. Shut the hell up. <laughs> this is an all nut related podcast now. Welcome everyone. You got in. This is the only <laughs> fan segment of tonight's show. I'm sorry. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, uh, this has been an episode of Contract where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Peace. Peace.